Blog Talk Radio. Leo's are, 
what he what he is a true definition of a Leo. Like he's a real Leo. <laughs> y'all know how y'all do? You look at look Deion Sanders. That's Leo. <laughs> Straight Leo energy, okay? Um like for instance, I'm a Leo ascendant. Our our energy is a little different from the actual Leos, but it's still, you know, but it's still the same thing. But he is a that is what a Leo son is. Oh my God! So I'm not surprised. He's always been. Dion has always been. Even when he had the talk show. Listen, I remember Dion. I used to watch all Dion's talk. Um, uh, Dion's reality shows when he had the first reality show with him and Pilar years ago when the kids were little, and the first episode, okay, Dion was like, <laughs> I said, I knew this shit was going to last week, but Laura, like he had just married, I think, for Laura maybe a few years in or whatever, and they had to read that reality show, and he was like showing the house, and he was like, uh, they were talking, and she said, he said, yeah, he said, she come in here uh, with every, I got all this, and she came in here with her little bag. What you say? But he was always like, wow. He was always very arrogant, but could back it up. He one of them dudes that can back. He ta- even especially in football, he always was arrogant. Even his football career, because one of my favorite statements in like his football career is when he was playing for the Falcons and he left to come to go to San Francisco. <laughs> he said one of the best statements ever. They said why? They, I think they had asked him why did he leave uh, the Falcons, and he was like. He was trying to. He said that Falcons was trying to make me a loser, and I'm not a loser. <laughs> the way he said it, it was just a lie. <laughs> so Dion's always been flashy. He just is a dude that made song must be the money. So it's not a remade the song must be the money. Remember that's turning him off. I played it on here. Okay, Dion is always there's never not been a moment where Dion Sanders. Was not flashy, I, I, and and back and has the athlete backed it up. Okay, so yeah, I am not surprised, I, and I'm I'm not surprised that he is kind of shaking up that uh, world. Um, I do, I did notice all black celebrity. I was like, God, he hoped it. I was like, I was hoping he don't lose. Cause I said he gonna hear the end. He ain't gonna never hear hear the end of it. He lose because it was nothing. But black, uh, uh, a black celebrity uh, over there on <laughs> on that side. I mean, he had everybody from The Rock to Offset to uh, Lil Wayne was rapping coming. <laughs> I said, y'all better win. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so I am, I you know, I am not. Surprised about the energy that Deion Sanders is, is giving off. Plus, you know, he had the—I mean, he had the glasses on sale. They said he sold those sunglasses because, you know, the guy, the other coach said something about, you know, his mother didn't raise him to wear sunglasses and hats when he's talking to adults. And Deion starts selling the sunglasses, and and they at the and the rumors is the sunglasses have made a little bit over two million dollars. This week, so and not to mention probably Colorado, and, uh, the the buff, Colorado Buffaloes and the merchandise they're selling. They were showing the store inside the store. It was crazy. People buying merchandise, <laughs> and it was always saying that Dion had we coming. 
what is it? Uh, straight something. I forget. It's just all like a lot of a lot of Dion quotes. <laughs> so no, yeah. I could, and then I remember the reality show. What was after that? When him and Pelora broke up, then he had the reality show with him and Tracy and I. <laughs> he was arrogant. <laughs> I remember Tracy's mama trying to talk to him about Tracy, because you know Tracy's softy uh, compared to child. <laughs> Tracy's mama said he's like, I'm not dating you. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's he has always been. If you see, if you've ever watched those reality shows, you know, Dion <laughs> is. I don't know if arrogance the right way. I'd say very confident, arrogant with a slice of confidence, with a lot of confidence. Okay, and usually it can back it up. So that. So the flash and the flare is very Leo. That's Leo. Leo is remember y'all. Leo is the sun, right? If if you're if you're uh, uh, into astrology, the, he, the Leos like to be in the sun. Not all Leos, okay. Usually, sometimes like they may have something else in their chart that kind of puts them off and make them, you know, not. Um, uh, be has bright, but most when the 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 idea of Leo is it is ruled by the sun. So people uh uh so usually people with that planet sometimes appear uh they get a lot of attention sometimes, King of the Jungle, Lion like, uh so you gotta think about that. Uh love to be seen. all all of those things, those uh uh those those uh, very those big stereotypes that come with V and a Leo and Dion is all of those <laughs> every last one of them. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm trying to see where his uh, where his chart is. Where he really what else he has in his uh, chart, which may explain. Um, I don't know if I had the. Like his whole chart. Sometimes I pull up charts, you guys, during the um, show to see. Uh, I know the YouTube probably has a great thing on it because a lot of times some YouTubers come on and uh, astrologists and do great things on uh, celebrities, uh, do great uh, astrology uh, readings and stuff on celebrities. Um, let me see if I have it. Remember one time he was even preaching. <laughs> I don't know if y'all remember that phase he went through. Um, let me see. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find it. So I'm not surprised that he would be a good uh, coach. Let me see. Do I have his astrology chart up somewhere? Um, yeah, because we're going to just talk about this for a minute, and then I'm going to go into the other stuff about uh, – okay, I do have it. Um he is a Leo moon in Libra, okay. So and he's and he's cusp in Virgo. So he's a moon in Libra at the, uh, three de, three degrees. Not surprising. Uh, I know his ascendant is. Yeah. He's got what is his son in? Okay, I might have to pull up a more extensive chart. Hold on. Yeah, but a moon in Libra. That's that that that's obvious too. <laughs> Definitely very obvious So I'm not surprised I'm not surprised I say to people Look up his uh, chart You can probably see A lot of uh, What makes him Him And All of that stuff Like why Why that But I definitely see 
tons of Leo traits and some Libra too, okay? So I had to look up his whole chart, but yeah, definitely. Very interesting. I can't wait to hear the astrologies, astrologists' ideas of, of, of him. Now, also this week, it's been we've been having Venus in retrograde, which is one of my um, followers for the show reminded me of that, and I was like, yeah. So it's been messing with people's relationships. <laughs> All kind of retrograde and Venus, it's been going crazy, okay? And we've been having that 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 tra- transit, go- that kind of not just that transit, but other transits for the last couple of years that have been shifting people relationship wise. So. You know, you might, there may be strong, stable relationships. I, I have, I've heard some astrologers talk about that you see within the next maybe year, two years, that will break up. Like to, we saw, I forget that couple, been married 27 years. Uh, oh, God, I forget the actor's name. And they're breaking up, that, stuff like that, okay? <laughs> I mean, this is a transit for, for those type of uh, things to happen. So I'm not surprised. Plus, then we have what coming up. We just had the new moon. I wish the new moon was very interesting, the new moon of Virgo. I can feel that energy very uh, deeply. The new moon is the beginning of the moon cycles when the moon starts all over again. A lot of people forget about the new moon because the new moon is is, is very powerful too, just like full moon, okay? And then we have full moon the 29th of August. Oh, wow, that's tonight I go see. It's tonight I see Maxwell. So it's the 29th of August. Full moon is that night. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> all right, so yeah, so that is that's yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm not surprised about uh about all this energy that we have going on, strange energy in the atmosphere right now. And, you know, this Leo Sun uh in football and stuff what we're seeing with Deion Sanders and all that. Okay. So but yeah, I saw all this celebrity this week. Let me see, hold on, y'all. Let me pull what I was gonna talk about. I'm not happy starting out the show, I'll be everywhere. Okay, um, Okay. yeah, I was seeing all the celebrity over there with him. And I think about, you know, how just a year or so ago, black people was mad because he was leaving Jackson State. And we had to talk about this on the show. I talked about well, all the stuff that was going on in in, uh, in, uh, in, in Mississippi and different places in, in the, uh, what is that, Florida? What is it? Hold on. What did I talk about? Yeah, I'm so t- <laughs> tonight I'm everywhere. And um see Jackson State is still doing very well too, uh by by the way. But I talked about all the problems that the state of Mississippi was having. Their their football team is still doing very well. But all the problems that uh they were having and a lot of people were saying Dion didn't have enough resources. As a matter of fact, I actually heard uh Master P kind of say something to that when they were interviewing him because he was over there on the side for Colorado State and all this stuff. And he's talking about, yeah, well, now he's got all the resources he needs. I'm like, shut up with your, with your uh, ghetto Cheerio cell. <laughs> ghetto Cheerio cell itself. <laughs> but, yeah, but he, but, but, it, but I was talking, what I learned from him leaving Mississippi State, I was saying black people, you should not depend on celebrity. I was talking about depending on celebrity is very, um, Hard because celebrities have so many, so much going on. You know, you have a few celebrities that are, you know, that are very well embed, embedded into the community. And I'm going somewhere. I'm talking about a lot about this this first half, y'all, because I got to get to Drake, okay? And but a lot of um, people, we we have a lot of celebrities. Some celebrities have things that where they're really embedded in the community, but celebrity 
all of us have things that we're tied to, bosses that we're tied to in this world or things that we're tied to, right? But celebrity is so tied in with so many things that sometimes it makes the communities, um, the things that the community um, needs at odds with celebrity, okay? Because celebrity has so many agendas to it, including our black celebrity. And one of the things I was looking at tonight, I was watching how so many black people all across the country was cheering Dion on, cheering, excited, even though he had left Jackson State and he's now at a white in Colorado State and he's up in a, you know, a white college or whatever. It was so many black people all across the country cheering him on. And then I realized something. I said, a lot of times when black celebrity is criticized, not all the time, but some of the times I've heard a lot of black celebrities say, oh, we like crabs in a barrel. And I was like, that's not a true statement about black people. One of the things that black people have been doing since the end of slavery has been cheering on from cheering cheering everything on from the um, the soldiers who joined the army to try to free the Yankees to try to free the, free the other slaves from cheering them on to cheering on uh, other accomplishments that black people would make heading into the 20th century. We would cheer on our athletes. We would cheer on our our, our uh, um, musicians, singers, and everything. We always came together, black, the black American community, and cheered others on. <laughs> I was like, that's not a completely true statement about us. We, and and I've seen it again this time with Colorado State. What I think sometimes is black celebrity just doesn't like. Black celebrity doesn't like accountability to the community. Not all, but some, right? When you criticize, there's always something coming coming back. And that's, and that's probably, too, because we have a lack of understanding of success, being community-oriented, politics, we just – it's 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 a very difficult sphere to uh, navigate, right, for anybody. And so even I understand that for them too, right. But I found that I was watching us and we how we were all cheering and excited and everything. And I just wanted to put a reminder to black people that um, I think it is time while we can cheer on celebrity and everything like that. To be a community that does not put invest so much into celebrity, I think that we've invested a lot into a lot of people who we end up we don't end up how far we don't end up understanding our own politics, our own communities uh, because we're too busy. And this show is built on celebrity. Okay, I have a show that's built on celebrity. I talk about celebrity news and gossip. But I try to bring that down to y'all everyday life, like problems or something or what you can learn from it or everything. But I'm also wanting us to be a community where we celebrate more the people inside of the community. We celebrate people who are doing real stuff. Because, you know, today when I read this situation about Drake, and I just got through cheering Drake a few weeks ago about giving stuff away at his concert and doing everything, but Drake has been such a problematic presence to me. I've talked about Drake a number of times on this show before. And he's not only he's not the only problematic presence. There's been a few black men, black women too, but black men 
in Hollywood that black women have invested so much in only to get, you know, only to be getting dissed. And it's just like sometimes you see that kind of happen. Black, black celebrity will use black people and black women and often exploit them. That brings me to Drake tonight, okay? Uh, the situation, I'm going to talk about this early. This is going to be a part of y'all, the y'all early uh, uh, talk. Let me see if I can pull it up here about Drake because we need to stop. We need to understand. First of all, I want, want us to understand he's cosplaying a sensitive street dude. He is not, Drake is not a, a street dude. Drake was an actor, a, has a young child. He grew up in Canada. Uh, he doesn't know much about the streets and what she talks about, <laughs> okay, or where he where he kind of mimics the energy from, okay. Um, but let's. Uh, this is uh, according to uh, MSN. This is about Holly Berry and wrap up. It says Holly Berry calls out Drake for using her image to promote "Slime You Out." Okay. The promo photo used on social media during Drake and Scissor's announcement of their new collaboration, Slime You Out, apparently didn't get approval from Holly Berry. On Wednesday, September the 13th, both artists took to their respective Instagram accounts to unveil an image for the then forthcoming single. They're both Scorpios, by the way. <laughs> the record served as the lead track in the Toronto Natives' impending album for All the Dogs. The picture portrayed Berry at two, uh at a 2012 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, she was covered in slime from head to toe. A detail synchronized with uh, with the single's thematic thematic new nuance. However, the dis, uh, dissemination drew immediate backlash as the 57 year old expressed her dismay publicly. She emphasized that she didn't sanction the use of the image. She took to Instagram on Friday afternoon with a post that read, "Sometimes you have to be the bigger guy, even if you're the woman." In the comment section, one of her follow, one follower asked, "What are your thoughts on Drake using that picture for you as a single?" And then that's when she said that. She replied, "Didn't get my permission. That's not cool. I thought better of him." In another post, Barry stated she must not have been no following his career. Uh, Barry stated, "Hence my post today. When people you admire disappoint you, you have to be the bigger person and move on." Many speculated that Barry's frustration with the picture being used came after the single came out instead of when it was initially posted due to the nature of the lyrics. In the track, Drake crooned, act like you not uh you not used to, to Sheraton's days. I met the nigga you thought you could replace. How were they how how were there even comparisons made? Bitch next time I swear on my grandmother's grave, I'm sliming you uh, for them kid choices you made, okay? Despite the primary, prim, prim, preliminary display of photographs, the photo is available for licenses through Getty Images. However, the official release used a different artwork, initially previewed as the official artwork for the musician's upcoming album. It contained a hand-drawn white dog with red eyes set against a back, backdrop created by the rapper's five-year-old son, Adonis. Uh, has confirmed by Drake's Instagram story for all the dogs is now slated to drop on October 6th. Okay, so Holly Berry said a lot of stuff about why she didn't like the image, the lyrics. Uh, and I didn't like that either because you chose, even though I have been highly critical of Holly Berry on this show, okay? No. Constructive criticism, but I've been critical, especially of the Oscar win, okay? I didn't like what she won the Oscar for. However... 
Holly Berry is the first black woman to consider the first black woman to win an Oscar. And she is considered legend in the community. And it is interesting to me that Drake chose a legendary black female to put on his cover in a disrespectful manner. He's been doing disrespectful shit about black women who mostly support his shit for quite some time. It's black women that put you on a map, okay? And he's been, he, 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 I was like, why you didn't use your baby mama for the slime? Get some, had her and some slime and use her. But why are you going to use this woman who is people who people consider iconic in the community? He is, he said and done so many problematic things over the years. And, and many of us black women have continued to listen to his bullshit, his music and all that stuff. But this today, maybe we'll set the tone a little different. And I knew he, I, the other week, a couple of weeks ago, I remember he was dressing some faboo and he had his hair braided really weird. And it was after DJ, I mean, it was after the DJ Ebro said, uh, someone criticized him about the community, and I thought he was trying to be funny then, trying to dress like a dude in the community. I thought he was trolling him, but that was just that's just my personal opinion, okay? But because he normally don't dress like that, he had on fubu thing. See, and he he he's a Scorpio, so he don't think you would catch his his uh, his lame ass, okay? But uh, I see this, and I, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. Then this fool goes on to. Um, Fan reacts to Drake's controversial American Slaves lyric on Slime You Out, okay? Now, I read the lyrics because I wanted to see what Holly Berry was up, I was, was tripping off of. And when I read the lyrics, I thought to myself, SZA and whoever else was in the, in, in, the, in the booth, or when you got your part to do, I know you read the whole song, did not one of you think to tell Drake this was a bad fucking idea to put that lyric in the song? A line in Drake's new single has the streets talking. Slime You Out, this is from Complex.com. It says, Slime You Out featuring SZA uh, is the rapper's first single off the upcoming album for All the Dogs. While fans were excited to finally get a taste of new music, a line in the opening verse, You got my mind in a terrible place, whooped and chained you like American slaves, has been met with controversy. The Toronto Bread Bar inspired a number of memes, commentary, and other responses on social media. International Sleep said, whipped and chained you like American slaves. Nobody in the studio told Drake that line was awful. Um, whipped and chained you like American slaves at Drake. I haven't heard uh, SZA and Drake's song yet. Y'all dragging on the timeline. I'm going to listen and come back to this tweet. William Carter, that's his tweet. This is Mova. Oh, my God, that Drake line wasn't. Uh, AI, he really said that, whipped and changed you like like American slaves. <laughs> uh, then it's Aaron Busby, whipped and changed you like American slaves. Drake, 40, and Little Yachi uh, should have pulled him aside and said, uh, what made you go with that verse? Yeah, since I heard Drake say, whipped and changed you like American slaves, and said, yeah, I need to get on that. That is terrible. And I know she's not that dumb. There is such, he would never, first of all, he's half Jewish. I was wondering why you didn't have a line in there about the Holocaust. What, Drake, what's, what's going on with that? Why not put a line in there about the Holocaust? Why wouldn't you say something like uh, 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 gas you 
like no, and God, don't. This this is gonna sound disrespectful. Gas you up, like the like the people in the Holocaust. Oh, that's horrible. What I just said It's hideous. What I just said. Well, it's the same thing about American slaves. Shame you like American slaves. What the fuck are you crazy? You know you don't want to say nothing about Holocaust. You want to say no dumb shit like that. Because you know the, the Jewish community will have your ass, even being half Jewish, okay? They will, have, they will drag your black ass all back to Canada, okay? And you be canceled quicker than a motherfucker, okay? But black people here in this country, we just let this, this fool get away. He, can, he said that line, what I just said, gas you up, like a, the Holocaust or something like that, that is just as that American saint chain you up like an American slave is just as hideous. Slavery was black, Amer- black America's Holocaust. But yet a lot of people feel disconnected from it because it's not as recent as the um, uh, Jewish Holocaust. And that's a horrible line, and I didn't mean to offend anybody. I just wanted to show the difference, I mean, the, that the that the – the the horror in why he didn't choose to say some shit like compete some comparison to shit like that. Or what if he said chain you like Hitler had you chain all that shit? He ain't gonna say none of that. But he feels like he can disrespect the black community because he keep this is this is this is what's going on. This is why our community is getting where we're getting because we keep allowing people to disrespect us. We especially black even black celebrities and we take them back. We constantly cheering on their asses. We constantly and his ass is from Canada. We constantly cheering on some bullshit. Drake should not and we should we should be very thinking very I'm not listen, I'm not for canceling to everybody. I'm not I'm also for forgiving, but Drake needs to go on a fucking apology tour before he get anybody's coins. But no, he's selling out arenas. And this is just so problematic because people have been thinking they can do black women like this and black men is too for the longest and get away with the shit. It is, and we let these celebrities will go hang out with Drake and everything, but we should really be like, nah, this shit got to stop. You are... No, no way. You disrespected the Jewish people would not. They would, he, they, you know what they would do if he used the line, if he used something like I said like that about the Holocaust in one of his songs, you know what they would do? He couldn't get away. He would, celebrities be running from him. All them rappers, everybody, Sizzle be on there talking about, I didn't mean, she'd be on there like, sounding like uh, Jennifer Aniston with, uh, with, 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 uh, when, when, uh, Jamie Foxx had that line about Jesus. She be on there. Like, she, I, I didn't say anything, but she feels that she can disrespect us. And these are the people we put on, specifically black women. We put these people on. And I got real fucking pro- I got a problem because I feel like there's a lot of disrespect going on of black people, our space, black American people, our space in America. I feel like everybody trying to like everybody on some trick shit. Like everybody trying to trick us out or, or, or exploit us. And it's enough of that. That line is hideous. And he should be called out for it. But he ain't going to be. We're going to act like we ain't heard it. We're going to keep buying this shit. I was talking to a friend about this. Because we was talking about the, you know, the 50, you know, we was talking about the 50 year pop, 50 year hip hop. And I was talking about, you know, we was talking about what happened. 
the New York thing, and my friend called me out. She said, well, really? She said, how you going to be mad at Drake? You ain't mad at Maxwell? I'm like, shit. <laughs> she said, he probably, he's just a problem, but it's just as problematic. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you, okay. She's like, it's just, a problem, it's just as problematic. <laughs> and I'm like, she said, okay. I said, well, that happened, you know, it, technically she apologized. It happened in 2018. She said, she didn't apologize enough. Where he dig her out from? And he he gonna try to resell her like what weekend couldn't do. He trying to do. <laughs> I'm like, damn, she right. Sidebar <laughs> though, I gotta say this before I get ready to go in on Maxwell too. Sidebar. Maxwell, I don't know who your publicist. I mean, your stylist is because I was getting ready to fight them. I, I was ready to fight them. I was like, it's on sight. And I see his style, whoever his stylist is. Who he was at the fifty year. Uh, <laughs> fifty year uh, thing. Hip hop. He introduced Wu Tang Clan, and he had this white suit. And I was like, Did anybody tell him it was a hip hop? Like, like you could wear some jeans and like a nice Wu Tang shirt or something like that. And some cute, a cute little maybe doll cap. <laughs> Actually, I had this white suit with killer bees on. You know, cause killer bees for Wu Tang. I was wanting to beat up his style. So I said, he's too fine to be y'all for y'all to be doing this to him. What is going on here? I want to fight your stylist. I want to fight the stylist. I literally did. But I digress. Anyway, it's time for me to get on something different. She's right. My friend was right. I'm letting Maxwell slide. I was like, yeah, you're right. Maybe you're right. She said, just because a lot of people don't know, don't mean it ain't problematic. She's like, because she was talking about how the weekend, which I had to look up the article, the weekend I talked about this on the show, but I hadn't really read the article. But the weekend, I think, tried to put her on a tour, and he got heavily criticized, like, in 2020. When they, uh, I think he went ahead with her, but he doesn't really have a, a huge black female audience. When he went ahead with her, people start bringing back up her tweets and her, her, her stuff that she had said, okay? And people was criticizing him heavily for, uh, you know, bringing her on. However, people are saying, well, I may be waiting, go see him second, not understanding that the bill is the bill. Everybody get paid. Everybody get the money. And so I got that. She was saying, how he think he getting ready to do what this big pop artist getting do, couldn't do. I said, well, you know, maybe it's his friend. She said, I don't give a fuck. If it's his friend, you talking about Drake problematic, that's problematic. And that is, okay? It's very problematic for me. I ain't going to lie. Okay? And it made me think differently, okay? And it's not that I want to cancel people forever because I don't, because I realize I say problematic shit. I told y'all last week I said on here something from my nine-year-old recesses of my mind. I said somebody Indian giving. I'm like, what the hell? That shit ain't cool. What the shit am I saying? <laughs> That's about the nine-year-old, nine-year-old recesses of my mind. I hate, I was like, what the fuck? Because it was an old, you know, saying. Right, but it's to come. It comes from an ugly place, you know, place where we didn't know as kids we used to say that shit. We didn't know what it meant, stuff like that. So yeah, so but she said so much shit that was wild on that on that on that twit, Twitter thing. Like, it was a lot of shit. It was like you, you. It's like that don't go away like overnight. It's like in bread. It's like in. It's like it was like wild, like hate, jealousy shit. It was like crazy shit. <laughs> And I had 
think about it. She was like, you know, that shit, that shit is something. She was doing that shit. She did, she did a whole separate line, and she, and that shit was with her. Where that, the shit she was saying was so deep. I was like, damn, you right. Maybe it's just she got caught. And you know, she did us some apologies, but not enough. Not enough for you to be putting her on a boat with a ton of black women that are probably coming on there to see you. So. Not that it matters to y'all. Y'all can do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. But I got a problem with that. I do. And she was right. She called me out on talking about Drake. She's like, you know, you can't be power to the people. But Drake and not get on Maxwell. I ain't been with Maxwell's ass for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I get it. I get what she said. And she's right. Okay. So. I had to think about it, and I said, you know, it is problematic. It is problematic. It's like taking advantage of black women. It's like taking advantage. And some black women, black women love Maxwell so much, he got a fan base that's so in love with Maxwell that we will excuse his shit. You know what I'm saying? We go, oh, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? He's so fine. I don't care. I just want to see his fine ass. Okay? I just want to hear him sing. I just love pretty wings. I just love this and that. Okay? No. Okay, it's enough. This is because a lot of black people are be taking advantage. And it's more than him. I'm just saying she called me out on that. And I respect that. And if I hadn't about that, I was like, damn, I don't worry about this other chick to the concert. She's like, okay, go to your fucking concert. I ain't trying to stop you from going to the concert. <laughs> but are you going to go on that boat? <laughs> no, I am not. I was heavily considering it. Heavily, but no. Listen, I got a problem. I don't like people sneaking shit in. I don't care if you're my favorite. Fuck you. I don't like that. I don't like if you just sit, if you think it's cool to bring, it's almost like, it's almost disrespectful to the women who constantly love on your black ass. Same thing with Drake. It's disrespectful. And it's a whole lot of other problematic black men, and I'm going to talk about Young Jeezy a little bit later on in this show because I know he's going to be on his way back. <laughs> he's been problematic too. Okay. Now to him and Jeannie Marvin, I know we about to see more entrenched in the community and stuff like that, okay? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, black women, we need to make him, you need to be doing all kinds of leaps and bounds and apologies. You need to be doing a whole apology too. <laughs> okay? But enough. It's crazy, Okay? It is really crazy. It's like just disrespectful to try to sneak that shit over on black because most black women don't know her. Like I said, most black people don't know. Most black women don't know. Most black women don't care. You know, they like who the fuck is it me? They don't even know her songs. But if they knew that that she did say that once, yes, she's apologized a little here and there. But she ain't, you know, she ain't went on say we ain't we didn't really do no hard shit with her. We didn't really say you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, introspection of you Why Why? What was that all about Like an interest Like a full ass Like she should have went on Had her ass on Tavis Smiley Or had her ass on um, Interviewing With uh, Nobody cared Right Because she ain't that big But see Maxwell Trying to help her And other black artists Have tried to help her Alicia Keys Punk ass Tried to help her Yes Alicia Keys You too with Christmas songs and stuff like that. And we've been letting these celebrities get away with shit because they friends. Oh, she, they, she nice. She's nice to me. Of course she's nice to you, bitch, because she's trying to make it. 
okay? But her ass is problematic. She had a whole separate Twitter account saying number racist shit. Okay, and they be different with celebrity. It be different with celebrity because they don't think of you. They think of you, even though they don't like, maybe don't like you, racists don't like you, but you can help them get in. So, no, I can't do it. She ain't did enough. She ain't did enough of a tour for me. It's not that I can't forgive her. And not believe that she's sorry and I don't want to hold it against her forever? No. But she ain't did enough. She ain't did enough of an explanation of why. She just went on little publications here and there and said, yeah, I'm sorry I got caught. <laughs> and I talk about it again or whatever. Instead of saying, man, it was just, you know, like black people got to just. Well, they say Nick Cannon had to go full-ass apology to it. Nick Cannon had to sign up for the Jewish League. What did he have to do, sign up for something to work with Jews and, black, and bringing black people together? In the, he had to do a whole kind of shit. Sabrina Carly, I ain't heard shit. Did you, did, you, did, you, did you join it? Did you join Adolf? Did you join the NAACP? <laughs> did you join? Did you come on talking with Tyreek Nasheed about why you won't say crazy shit no more? Did you talk to Yvette? <laughs> Somebody, why you? <laughs> Alice Schwarzman, anybody. She can do shit. Okay. And these black celebrities have been letting shit go by. Okay, so so later for that, too, I have to say no. So I am saying that. And I would not encourage any black woman to go on any cruise where there is somebody on there where a black man is trying to sell her off, sell off a chick, who, a black man who has a majority black female audience, has a chick on the boat who is saying, as much as I love him, I love me some ass. Y'all know I love him. It's hurting my soul to say this, Okay. Love me, my friends. Love, 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 <laughs> love me, Maxwell. But it is problematic because you're trying to sneak that shit in because you know don't nobody know her. But you're trying to help her ass out. You're trying to sell her off to us. Oh, they ain't gonna pay no attention. Now you come on on the way. Yeah, you can't. Anybody gonna pay no attention? Nah, fucker. We paying attention. Okay, I'm paying attention, and my little old audience know. Okay, it's just small audience, but maybe y'all spread the word to somebody else. Okay, but no. Okay. And also the Drake. No, the Drake's punk ass. Okay, y'all just listen, you already got a ticket to Drake, I respect it. I get it. I already got a ticket to Maxwell, I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> but I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. No boat trip. No no I'm not going to be be a part of Sabrina Crowley. I ain't did enough. She ain't did enough apologizing for me. Okay. And she was deeply she has to do shit. <laughs> that don't just that when you had to make a separate Twitter account, even though that was in 2018, she did that or something. You had to make a separate Twitter account and shit, <laughs> like a separate to say your shit. And you was using the N word and all that. Wow, that's deep. That means that coming from another place, okay? That comes from deep recess. So I want to know what kind of healing and what kind of work she's done. I just I'm sorry, and I was young, you know. I didn't mean to say that shit, you know. I was I was I was coming from a hurt place. Now, now I need you to go on an apology tour, like the Jews make you go on, like the gays make you go on. I need you to be telling everybody why you said what you said and how you said it and why. Maxwell should even be doing a apology. You should be even doing it, the apology to a widow. You should be saying, because you're trying to sell her off to the black audience. And so was, and I ain't going to just get on him, Alicia Keys, punk ass did too, and it's a couple other black males that have made songs with her since then. 
And this is why they don't take us seriously about nothing. This is why people people can say whatever they want to about black people, about the black American experience, and there's no problems. Okay, there's no problematic behind it. There's no there's no situ there's no thing with it. It's okay. We just gonna forget. We gonna forget. Yes, I understand. You sorry. You didn't. We supposed to be always a forgiving group. Instead of saying, no, nah, it's probably problematic a little bit what you said. Hey, let's see that you really are serious. Because it wasn't, she didn't say just a little something. She didn't say, like, oh, you know. Uh, she said a lot. She had a whole, and then she said, well, there's some things that weren't true and some things that were Well, what is that? What? And then Drake is running around here talking about has a half-black person talking about the American chaining up like American slaves, we got to cut the bullshit with celebrities, okay? A lot of these people is messed up in their head, okay? And they, they don't have the, they have no longer sometimes have things in common with the community. They want to exploit the community, okay? And, you know, that is where we have to start saying, as black people, nah, and especially as black women. Black community has been too supportive of black celebrity culture for black celebrity culture to constantly exploit. And now we need to start making them take responsibility for exploitation. Doesn't mean that we can't forgive people, but they need to go on the forgiveness tool. We need to see, well, hey, listen here. I understand that you said some problematic statements several years ago. <clears throat> now, what she did went out and did, <clears throat> what her people went out and did is got some black celebrities who would back her, you know, oh, yeah, she's a nice girl. Yeah, because you put her in with the community. You do a couple songs with her, you know, so people, black people going to be so, you know, oh, yeah, I can do so. Yeah, that's that work. Yeah, that's fine. And you're not questioning, like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, because you know her personally. And you're like, she nice to me. You know, I know she's not problematic. No, no, but she, of course she's nice to you. She wants something from you. The question is, you've been like, no, nah, wait a minute. Hold on. That was deep there. Now, if somebody had been associated with Holocaust tweets, I bet you stay far the fuck away from them. You for a little while, even you be like, well, you know, as you what you said about the Jewish community is kind of problematic. I mean, we want to make sure everything. (laughs) You would have had. They, a lot of them black celebrities would have been scared. They would have stayed away from them <clears throat> with like crazy. They would not be. That's like bringing, uh, if she had a bunch of racist tweets, you taking them to a bar, taking her a bunch of Holocaust tweets, and you taking her to a bar mitzvah and letting her perform. How would that go? When they, once they found out. Even if they're 10 years old, what would they have that work? I just want to know. Okay. And the weekend tried to do it too with his son. He went ahead and did it. Okay, but I'm not surprised by his him doing that. Okay.
we've been letting black, we've been letting people get celebrity get away with too much, too long. Okay, gotta have some accountability. Black celebrity needs to have accountability. Drake needs to have a, accountability for saying a lyric so foul. And more black outlets should be saying something. Why they not? Well, the shade room, why wouldn't you be saying something? Why wouldn't you be putting up that tweet? Why wouldn't uh, 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 Hollywood, unlock, why wouldn't y'all be putting up this, what he said? That's problematic. What? Why not? We pick agendas that we going to get on and we not going to get on. But that's what I'm talking about. That's why it's got to be up to the people in the community. We have to start setting some standards for ourselves and for others. That don't mean we can't love and we can't forgive you when we say something problematic. People are human. We are human. We say things. We're not perfect. Cancellation is not permanent. But when you say so many deep things, and then we ain't really seen nothing solid that we know of that's been publicized or anything, that you've done to really show you sorry. The only thing you've been doing is making black music with uh, make music with black people who willing to look over that shit. We not. Same thing with Drake. Drake should be dealt. Y'all should be dealing with Drake. Drake should be held accountable for what he said. Drake should be right now. Black radio should be shutting Drake that song down. You should not be saying we're not gonna play that. That American slave reference. Is in there? You need to deal with that. That is that is a serious. What you have said is if he said something like I said, gas you or something like the Holocaust, y'all bet I bet y'all asses would not have that in there. I bet every radio station in the United States, two black ones too, would be shutting his funky ass down. Okay, so why not treat American what happened to the American slave the same way? Train chain you like an American slave? That's some that's some that's some wild shit to say. Like, that's somebody who don't take the experience, the black American experience of slavery, serious because it's so because it was so in the, because it was so long ago. You're disconnected from the ancestral pain that that has caused black people throughout the centuries in America. Slavery was the longest Holocaust, and that's not to and that's not to dismiss or belittle. Uh, the Holocaust that happened in Germany, that was horrible. Hitler was a bum. However, American, the American black, American Holocaust, oh, almost damn near 400, 400 years, we including Jim Crow and segregation. Black people were terrorized afterwards. And black people are still trying to get over the trauma of slavery in America. I saw a show tonight, and I was talking to somebody about it, and this girl, she had a black father. They grew up, and the black father was really crazy. It's a show that comes on ID channel. They have American Monster. And one of the things she said her father would do, you know, he was so messed up in his head, she said he would, um, uh, uh, he had her come in panties and a bra, and he just whooped her one time just for his joy and his pleasure. 
you know, because that's how he got aroused or whatever. He did, and told her, don't tell nobody. He was, he was a, a monster. And we were talking about how, and listen, monsters can be in every racial, there are, there is evil. Evil does not stop at one racial group. Okay, evil is across the board. Every group, everybody can be, be, uh, be touched by evil. But in the Black American community, there is so much trauma regarding abuse, sometimes sexual abuse, and a lot of it can be traced to the American slave trade and the, and the and slavery, because Black people in slavery were abused and treated like three. They were so abusive to black Americans. When you read the accounts of the slaves, they were so abusive. You're talking about some of the most hideous stuff. Using, I always tell people using babies as alligator bait. No, I'm doing nothing. Raping women to breed, raping men to break. And they did all of this by saying, well, they're really not human, tricking themselves into saying they're not human. They're three-fifths human. So how do you think you're going to treat people who you don't even think are human? How do you think they treat them? That's why when people say, oh, the slave slaves, some slaves got treated good. No, some slaves just got treated better but not good. <laughs> you don't treat people good that you think are, you, you are not human. You're treating them like animals. And that experience was so hideous that black people carried that ancestral trauma. Slaves who were beaten, abused and stuff, sometimes never got over that trauma. They were raising kids. Even though the kids was free, they kids was learning from the slave trade. What happened to their parents, they was learning the abuse. They be abusers, and they abuse their children, and the children's children abusing, and the children's children. See, so our trauma isn't just tied to, oh, them black people just in America, we can't just get it together. It is, tri- it is tied to one of the worst forms of chattel slavery that ever happened, and it, they continue to terrorize black people a 100 years and still terrorize, continue to terrorize black people. A hundred years after the fact, 1950s and 60s, Jim Crow laws was on the book. White water found black found. And I was talking about how all that trauma affects us. We're probably one of the most affected groups in the world. We don't even, we ain't even, when they talk about reparations, I be like, man, what's the emotional damage? Yeah, don't just pay reparations for the money you owe through the slavery. No, the emotional trauma that you, where you made generations not be able to, some generations not be able to function because some were under more hideous forms of abuse than others. So bad where they, you know they put us in color groups and stuff like that where we we would hate ourselves. Seriously. Okay, I, I just listen. I can't, I can't. Okay, you talking about uh, chain you up like an American slave? You sure throwing a line in here and your little punk ass being up there in Canada with your white mom, your white Jewish mama chilling? 
and doing acting and stuff like that, and you've been benefiting off of people in the hood acting like them that you know nothing about. you just acting and cosplaying them. And we need to do that to a whole lot more people in the industry. It's not just him that's problematic. And it's not just Maxwell taking Sabrina Claudio on this because it was other black people who were okay Sabrina Claudio too. And what's up with these black women? If you own a boat with Maxwell, let it see. Uh, what's your name? What, what's the other one? Uh, uh, the girl. What the, what's, who's the, uh, uh. What's her name? Layla. What's her name? I forget her name. Me and Beach. Layla James. Shit, I'd be like, hold the fuck up. What did she say? I ain't even, I ain't even see what she said. They probably don't even know what she did. <laughs> I was like, you don't want me on this boat. Wait a minute, did she, did she, what, she apologize? Okay, what, what, I mean, wait a minute. Hold up, how'd that, how that affect the community? I mean, y'all got to stand up for y'all fucking self. Like, what the fuck? Hold on, wait a minute here. <laughs> you using us to sell her. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that should be problematic. And maybe we've let too many people get away with too much stuff. Maybe we've become a marketing thing to people. You know, black, you get black people, okay, especially black women, you got it made. And black women, we do this constantly, even with Chris Brown. Chris Brown has been known to say some color stuff. We, we have just, we will just be okay with shit. Now, sometimes I defend Chris Brown because I didn't like some shit to Nash he said, which I'm going to probably try to get to in a, a little bit here, too, if I get a chance. But we got to we got to start making people accountable. Black women are a serious consumer group, particularly Black American women, because if you're gonna try to perform in America, and you're gonna try to make it big and stuff like that, and you're gonna be doing R and B and stuff, we the group that got to okay you, especially if you sell sex appeal. So it does not, so you need to be taking our dollar serious because you will be taking white dollar serious. Oh, they do take white dollar serious. They be scared to say anything to offend the white community. Okay? They don't be scared of shit with us. With us, it's all like, well, uh, so what if y'all offended? You know what I'm saying? What y'all going to do? Y'all going to ever forget? Well, that, uh, for us, it's a problem. But for, for them, I was like, oh, Lord, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to get completely canceled. Because <laughs> what they know, we not going to hold them accountable. We know, they know we not going to hold them to their shit. Okay? And that's unfortunate because if you can't hold your, your people, your own people to their shit, then certainly nobody else will take us seriously. Okay? So I wanted to talk about that, the black community and celeb culture, about how we have to start holding celebrities, more, not completely canceling them. I don't believe in completely canceling any white person that say, because white, white racism is so prevalent in society. As long as uh, white people have done amends, true amends, or people who have done true amends about racial thing, epithets or things they've said, I, I respect that. But if you're going to make Nick Cannon and all these people go on tours for stuff that's kind of racing, that maybe not racing, that people question it, right? If you, then you certainly got to make people go on tours, apology tours, for black trauma in America. But black trauma is not taken seriously in America. Black American trauma is not taken seriously. Black America is just used as a money grab. 
And this isn't to, like a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you're trying to use a race thing. I am not trying to use a race thing. Race in America is a very real thing. It's not a fake thing. It's not in the imagination and stuff like that. It's a very real thing. And no matter who you think you was, if you think you was an indigenous person or you think you wasn't a slave or whatever the fuck, they enslaved indigenous people too, okay? And I want to say this. Peasants are not the same as indentured servants were not the same as slaves. Please stop. Because I, 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 I heard that somewhere and I was like, what? <laughs> I said, no, <laughs> indentured service, if you read the history of slavery, and I heard somebody I really respect say this, and I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> but I really respect them, but I, I think they just didn't understand. Slavery, what indentured slavery and peasants, like they first they used the uh, white people who were poor or impoverished or whatever or owed debts in the community, owed debts, and they would make them sometimes in, in indentured servitude. It was not the same as slavery. They owed debts, and that sometimes in your community you work out debts. They would be free after so long of taking up debts or whatever like that. Uh, if there was anything in the slave trade like that, it's very few and far between. Uh, Native Americans, they did sometimes the same thing, but having them work, but they were not treated. It was sort of like what people would consider uh, uh, um, a Mexican labor sometimes used on the border where they say people are people who are illegal immigrants and stuff like that. They would pay them cheaply. That's sort of what uh, indigenous servitude. Slavery was a whole nother beast. It was ugly. It was hideous. It was horrible. And whether you think you was indigenous to the land or whatever, you should still be horrified about the atrocities of slavery and what it did to black American people. And if you look black, they put you in, too. If you thought you was indigenous, you was a, uh, indigenous to the land, whatever the fuck you thought you was, okay? Now, I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, when I come back, we're going to get into a lot of this news out here in these streets. We're going to talk about, uh, uh, it looks like Cher and her boo back together. <laughs> we're going to talk about Mobad, uh, this Nigerian artist, where they're seeing, uh, they're seeing uh, most, this article where it says most popular Nigerian artists are cultists. I thought this was very interesting, so we're going to talk about that. We've got a whole lot more to hit up on. Meanwhile, y'all, let's get into some uh, music. Uh, we're going to listen to After Party. Uh, what's After Party? By Coffee Brown. It's the CC Show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. And you don't stop. Keep, keep it on. Keep it on. Keep, keep it on. You don't stop. Keep, keep it on. Keep, keep it on. Where the party at?
one of my favorite songs, Back to the World. It is the CC Show. I am back. It's late night. I just got through talking about uh, Black community and celeb culture, my thoughts about uh, something that Drake did that was problematic. I even talked about my faves. If you guys uh, didn't hear, um, you know, I have been talking about going on the cruise, about Selena Fabio and how that was problematic. I decided that's problematic and no cruise for me, okay, because I don't want to be, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be a part somebody trying to trick black women into uh, supporting an artist and making her popular and then only for her to, you know, then discover like, whoa, you know. <laughs> and it doesn't mean that she can't be sorry and stuff like that. It's just, it's just I got a problem with it. Uh, and, but I feel like this, I'm going to say this to y'all when I'm, why I'm saying this, because I think a lot of times um, the, the reason probably why black America, black America protests and Black America uh, uh, protection of our of our community of our community and things that have happened to our community and protection of what you say and listen I listen I I don't think we as a community are for complete cancellation of anyone because I understand people got to work eat and everything okay I'm just like you, when you're sorry about something. You really get out here and be like, damn, you know, I let me, let me this is crazy what I said. You know what I'm saying? And you really trying to talk about it for a minute. You really trying to get it across that then that's something that should not have been said. Okay, but when you just pop up and you think you're just gonna do fun for black people and you think you're gonna do all that, nah, nah, that's not that's not enough. And it's not enough when you uh when you're Drake and you're a black artist. And you think you're going to be problematic? You're going to be saying problematic lines about Black American slavery, and nobody's going to take you into accountability for it. That is crazy, and I think that people don't take us serious because we don't take ourselves seriously. We don't hold them accountable. No matter if they your favorite or not, I give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about you being my favorite. Give a fuck if you my man. I call out people who are my fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is problematic, and I love people enough to help them. I don't. I ain't gonna let you out here and be dumb. I ain't gonna let you out here. Some people don't care. Some people don't. Some people uh, uh, love you into some bullshit. I love you enough to tell you the fucking truth. I'd be like, nah, that shit is problematic. That is that's that's crazy. Okay. And I think that if more black people, if we stood up, particularly black women. And we started saying, hey, uh-uh, yo, no, we're serious consumers out here. Yo, like, what do you think, uh, Drake? You're going to say these crazy lines? You're going to uh, say certain things that are not appropriate? You think we, the black American women who are the biggest majority of your sales, uh, 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 I mean, not of yourself, but the biggest majority was one who put you on and made everybody else come to the party. You think you're going to say problematic things now because you don't think you crossed over and you think you're just going to be able to say, nah, because once we put you out on a, on a, it isn't just with black people, his sales tip, it's with our energy tip, then you know you're done for because we're one of the most loyal bases you can have. So until we take ourselves serious, they'll start taking us serious. Same thing with Maxwell. Maxwell, no, it's a problem. You got Sabrina Claudio on there. I don't care if don't nobody know her big ass. 
My question is, what made you think you could sell her out if Weekend was having fucking problems? Now he went ahead and did it, but he had a majority. He got a majority. He got a lot of a lot of people over there, all kind of colors and everything over there. Okay, he can get away and, and not be but you. When we come to your concert, I see a lot of black chicks up in the audience. Now, really? Well, you know, she did some songs with Alicia Keys. So, what, we holding you accountable? She's a dumbass, too. That's why the shit didn't go nowhere. And the other black men who didn't, who 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 had music out here with, with, her, with her problematic, I didn't even know their name. And y'all still couldn't sell her out. That's the funny thing. Let me say this, okay, because I'm, I'm really getting upset about this one. You, they still couldn't sell her off. Weekend couldn't sell her off. I ain't heard none of her music being played out here like that. Weekend couldn't sell her off. Yeah, she's ass was big. Okay? Fucking Lisa Keys ass couldn't sell her off. These other two black and whoever they have to get the people who did the songs with couldn't sell her off. Now, here your ass trying to come put it on the boat and sell her off. Y'all wild. Y'all wild as fuck. <laughs> what you think you getting ready to do? Uh, now, you think you're going to get her back in with the base, the base that has the, the energy. Alicia Keys has lost her base. Weekend don't have that base. We, we can, it's back when we like some of Weekend shit, but we like it. Okay. <laughs> right? So, but Maxwell has a group that she that, that she needs to okay from. So, you trying to fucking use our energy to okay some shit that, she ain't really, we don't really know if she was sorry about it or not. You trying to get us to sing in her shit and everything? I don't need to find out. Like, he's like, oh, wait, wait a minute, hold on. What she say? Mm-mm. Not cool. Okay, not cool at all. I said it, not cool. Okay. Fuck Drake and Maxwell on that point. Okay, that's not cool. Fuck Drake for his bum ass line. Fuck Maxwell for trying to sell Sabrina Kaliyah to us and the other celebrity shit they be doing. It's a whole lot of celebs, not just them two. It's a whole lot. I'm just saying, asking black women to start holding ourselves a little bit more accountable with shit like that. I ain't saying you can't go to another Maxwell. I'm going to a Maxwell concert in about a week. I ain't saying go to not go to Maxwell concert. I'm saying, sorry, I'm saying that crew. What's she doing up on that crew? And then if he got a problem with the crew, then if he got a problem and he continues with that, the crew, with stuff like that, then then next him. Yeah, I'm for it. Because you wouldn't do that too. You wouldn't do that too hot, people. I feel what I see. I feel what the fuck. And I know I got Maxwell girls to be trolling. I'm sorry. I know y'all be mad at me. I know y'all love them. I'm sorry. Okay. Moving on. Cuts to New York City services and migrant crisis is unserious political theater. Okay. Uh, I'll be smacking it out here. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're my regular listener, you're used to hearing crackling. Okay. <laughs> But this is according to New York Post dot com. It's saying that um hold on, I got so much going on here. What's going on? 
Okay, it says, if you need more evidence, Mayor Eric Adams has no idea how to manage the migrant crisis. Look to his apocalyptic warnings about city budget cuts. The mayor's intent is to terrify President Joe Biden into giving us billions of dollars. Instead, he's scaring city residents, showing he has no premium. The mayor last Saturday directed agencies to cut 5% from city-funded spending by November. Though the overall budget is $111.1 billion, city taxpayers fund just $82.8 billion. And the rest comes from the state and federal grants, okay? So the budget cut would be $4.1 billion. Spending would be 3.5% below last year's level instead of 1.5% higher the current level. This is hard. The city never cuts spending. After the 2008 financial crisis, then-Mayor Mike Bloomberg cut spending by 3%. After 9-11, thanks to federal aid, we didn't cut spending at all. And during those eras, inflation was low 2%. So a 3% budget cut was a big deal. These days, with prices 9% higher than when Adams took office, a 5% budget cut doesn't go far. Indeed, Adams has already pushed spending by 11% over two years, but that was to keep up with inflation, not expand services. Plus, much of the budget is not just hard to cut on short notice as possible. Pensions and health care for city workers and retirees plus debt costs totaled $30.7 billion. Since that stuff is untouchable, absent long-term reforms, the real cuts to services out of proposals, fire, police, sanitation, education will be 8%. Whoa. An 8% slash would be something we didn't even see in the mid-1970s fiscal crisis. And the mayor would follow the cut with similar cuts over more over three years. So the mayor has proposed cuts beyond a level not seen in five decades, even as the economy is doing okay. Um, a recession would bring cuts to double digits. Sounds drastic, but consider the city budget is only 11 weeks old. It was just June when the mayor crowned a quote about his balanced budget for the fiscal year that began July the 1st. I'm proud to say that we have successfully navigated a strong fiscally responsible budget. Um, he said, uh, the city, I'm going to try to skip this part, because the administration will seek to minimize disruption and there will be not be layoffs. But there was a mayor days later telling the city that a community conversation in Jamaica, Queens, this is not sustainable. Where do you think? Uh, those $5 billion and those are, are going to come from. It's going to come from what we fought for, including after-school programs, everything like that. So basically, here is this, this deal, okay? Uh, he is trying to create a, a cut. New York City services amid migrant crisis is is unserious, and, and, and I, I agree with him. Uh, this is why you can't have illegal immigration, though. This is why you can't have illegal immigrants flooding across the border because states are only set up with so much so much in services, so much in tax revenue and everything to help the citizens and new people who are coming into the country where it is legally controlled. When you have hundreds of thousands of people flooding borders, flooding a city, and the state is spending an outrageous amount of money on food, medical, all kinds of things for people who are illegally breaking the law and crossing our borders. Of course, it's going to turn into a fucking mess because illegal immigrants 
should be sent back to their respective places. We cannot sustain that kind of situation. We haven't even begun to see. I saw it the other day, though. I'm going to tell y'all something. This Black people, this, this. Not only is your hair care industry being taken over by Asians. Remember, it was Asians and black people in the hair. Now, black hair people, black hair care people have mostly been seeing an uptick in, you know, and owning hair care, but it's still been very much a struggle for black hair people, hair care people. And in America, I don't know how many black Americans actually are owning black hair care stores, okay? And when they do, it's a struggle. But here, I'm going to tell you something else I've been seeing. I walked into a store the other day where there was majority used to be Asians on the store. You know what I saw? Majority Hispanics. Working sex, working everything. And it told me something. And coming in as customers. Right now, this is a black aircraft store. Listen, I am telling you that illegal immigration, this is a sideboard, but illegal immigration is going to be a huge problem. And it's going to cut into the resources for Americans that we have that need those resources, citizens who need resources. We've got citizens who are living in poverty right now because because of inflation. We've always had poverty, but it's now even, even more high. And we can't get to the American citizens because we're too busy helping people who have illegally crossed the border. And it's very interesting to me because I saw uh, last night I was watching a thing on the cartels. The cartels ain't crossing them borders. And what Mexico is dealing with, it's no wonder the people are fleeing. America has not checked that situation what the fuck so ever. Okay, they, it's running crazy. And if you letting all that craziness cross the border, I would be surprised if pretty soon you start having some shit happening in America. The cartel becomes the new, improved American mafia. So. Oh, it's some shit. Okay. I ain't trying to be dissing just as fans, but I'm just telling you some shit come along there because you ain't, because Biden and Harris ain't betting the damn thing. They just let people just cross on over. You don't know who the fuck's who. So America might look a mess in about five to ten years, okay? I said what I said. I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, this is serious stuff. Very serious. Very serious that y'all need to be paying attention to. Y'all better not, better wake up. And I remember hearing, I was watching Joe Rogan. And I talked about this before, uh, what Joe Rogan was talking to a gang expert, and he was talking about how that America, certain parts, some uh, some people believe that certain parts believe, allegedly, that some parts of the American government use, let me see if I can find that here. It was very big what this guy said on, um, on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Um, See if I can find it. 
Okay. Mexican cartels are limiting uh, American gangs, okay? I want you guys to hear this because this is very deep, okay? And black people, you should be very concerned, okay? Uh, Mexico is, to be perfectly honest, really early in this process. Uh, the challenge we're seeing in Mexico right now is that the, uh, air quote, good cartel, the one that saw drugs as a business, is being broken up. Do you remember El Chapo? That's the good cartel? Yeah. You remember El Chapo, Sinaloa cartel? Yeah. He thought of himself as a Korean conglomerate president. So, like, we, we smuggle drugs. That's our business. You don't mess with things that mess with the business. So you don't trip the old lady. You don't steal her purse. You don't shoot at the cops. These are people who live where we operate. We want them to be on our side. So maybe even throw a party every once in a while. Uh, you focus on the business. We got El Chapo. We removed him from circulation. Uh, the guy who died or got captured yesterday was his son, one of the Los Chapitos. And uh, his cartel, as a result, is fracturing because his leadership's gone. The replacement cartel is Jalisco New Generation. They're led by a former Mexican uh, military officer who thinks that rather than don't shit where you sleep so that people on your side, whenever you move into a town, you shoot it up. You do kick over the old lady. You do take her purse. You make the people scared of you. That's the point of this. Drug running is a side gig. We are here to be powerful, and drug running is just one of the ways we make that happen. And he has taken the fight to every cartel and the Mexican government. And they're in the process of trying to break into the United States. Break in in what? Economically? Yeah. El Chapo and the Sinaloa became the largest drug trafficking organization in America under the Obama administration. And one of the reasons our birth rate went down so far so fast is they basically either co-opted or killed uh, American gangs. So they killed the people who were doing the killing. Not a lot of Americans got killed after that. All of the other cartels control the access points to the United States, but Holisco New Generation now is challenging every single one of them, trying to break through. And if they do, and they bring their business acumen, if you will, north of the border, they're going to start killing white chicks named Sheila and Phoenix, and then we're going to have a very different conversation in this country about the drug war and about trade with Mexico. So what is, when you say that they've killed the gangs, like in what way? Because that is an interesting thing that you don't hear a lot about American gangs anymore. Well, that's because they're not there to the same degree. So the Sinaloa, they, they co-opted the Hispanic gangs, especially the Mexican gangs, because there wasn't a language barrier there. Uh, and they really targeted and gutted a lot of the African-American gangs. They took over drug smuggling and distribution from it to deny them income, and then they just shot a lot of people. And when did this take place? That happened during the, the 2000s. It was pretty much completed by the time we got to 2013. But we weren't really kind of, this, this narrative didn't really go around. This is not something that I've heard before. Oh, yeah, look at the murder. It's making yeah. sense. Yeah, look at, the, look at the violent crime rates in the United States. They've been trending down really significantly since about 2004. And the drop from 2004 to roughly 2014 was amazing. That's largely Sinaloa. So they have silently sort of invaded and taken mm -hmm. over the distribution and taken over the gang activity. Right, and this is El Chapo's cartel that is now getting broken up. And as soon as you have more players, 
more violence is going to happen, especially against one another. And that's one of the reasons that the murder rate in Mexico has skyrocketed in the last three years. Do you know who um, Ed Calderon, do you, have you ever followed Ed Manifesto on Instagram? He's, uh, he, he's... That's why I love Joe Rogan's show, because sometimes you hear a lot of information that you don't hear. And that makes sense to me, too. Okay? So what you got now... You got a flood, okay? I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I've been seeing, listen, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I pay, I'm a people person. I'm a people watcher, okay? So I've been seeing grown-ass men. I've been seeing strange grown-ass men walking around in Walmart. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all what's this is good. There's people flooding over that board, and the Biden administration is being, that's a, that's a, my personal opinion, that's a fake-ass administration. That might have been co-opted foreignly by somebody. I don't know. Because the way they letting people flood over them borders and they not paying no attention, they not doing no, um, doing no vetting, you are getting ready to have problems on these American streets. That I keep saying the cartels want to get in on these American streets. They want that means you know what that means Hollywood. You know what that means. You remember, remember the nice American, the nice what was it? What was they name? What was the nice people? I mean they weren't nice. But what was them people who was running uh 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 what was their they name uh the 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 mafia and something they used to run in Hollywood and run the music business and all that stuff oh they might be coming to go town oh everybody should be scared this ain't no joke when American streets start looking like American streets and y'all thought the gangs in America was crazy. Oh, no, because y'all decided to kill up the American gangs and make a deal with the devil. And you make a deal with the devil, he come back to collect. Oh, it's about to get ugly. And partly because black people, we are not understanding really what has happened to us. Mm. Lord have mercy, God help us. Because they just let anything flood that border. I'm telling you right now, they are letting anything flood that border. Y'all thought terrorism was what y'all had to be scared with? No. You about to worry? You better worry about the motherfucking cartel coming over here to make these streets. Them streets look like Mexico. Everybody running in fucking Mexico right now. Pretty soon they'll have law enforcement and American shit down. I was re- I was watching this special last night. They was allowing guns from America was flowing over the Mexican border. They've been having this uh, this group trying to stop it for years, where guns provide people in the state in the states. And see, they trying to disarm your ass now, so they don't leave you sitting ducks for the uh, the damn cartel. Okay, so they, but they was, uh, they flooding guns over into Mexico, right? They was trying to, to try to stop it because the Mexican government can't fight their ass and shit. The Mexican, they, matter of fact, they probably didn't co-opted the fucking government, okay? Mexican government can't do shit. They can't, they like, man, they, uh, they got big ass with okay? And that's why people have been running over across the border. They're like, they want some form of safety. But in running across the border, the B- Biden and Kamala fucking dumb Harris is not paying no attention. His dumb asses, oh, his dumb ass too, are not paying no attention to who comes across. 
And like they said, they've been trying to get opted into American economics. And they already running the, the law enforcement and shit there. Y'all think the mafia or something. Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to tell you. Okay. Oh, they're trying to throw America under the bus. Okay, you can believe that shit. Chickens are coming home to roost. The only problem is we up in here, black people. So we don't have to, we don't have to, because we live here, we have to be fine. Something to think about. I just want y'all to think about that. Irish Grinstead. Remember the singer in the R&B girl group 702, best known for the 1990 hit, where, 1999 hit, where my girls had died on Saturday. She was 43. Oh, my gosh, so young. I remember her. Beautiful girl. Uh, they said it's with great sadness that I have to let you know that my beautiful sister, friend, has passed away this evening. Uh, this is from um, the 17, 702 member, Lamisha Grinstead. Uh, it said, um, and she wrote this on Instagram. She has had a long battle, and she is finally at peace. The girl was as bright as the stars. She was not only beautiful on the outside, but also within. Sharing the stage with her joy was a with her was a joy, and I will cherish the rest of my cherish I, that I will cherish for the rest of my life. We, the family, ask for prayers and respect of our privacy as we grieve an outstanding loss of our family. Okay, so the cause of death is uh, has not been provided, but they said she took a medical leave of absence due to a serious medical issue. Okay, so. Prayers with her family and the group, okay? Very sad news. I mean, that's, that's pretty sad. Um, let's go on to... Wow, well, let me go on to here to the other... Goodness, where's that? Byron Allen this week, okay? Bids ten billion dollars for some Disney for some Disney cable networks and ABC. You know, Byron, I find it's very interesting that you are wanting to buy these networks that a lot of people think are failing. So I'm really interested in how you plan to turn this around. It's very interesting thing because you know, I don't know. It's interesting because people are saying and Byron Allen, we haven't had some problems with turning around Weather Channel, stuff like that. So it's interesting. I'd like to hear his take on what he plans to do with these uh, situations. But this is according to Forbes. It says the Walt Disney Company hit out the ballpark when it received a bid for cable networks Fox, Nat Geo, and broadcast network ABC for $10 billion from Byron Allen. As I have written repeatedly on my blog, the cable network industry has been in decline for many years. But most recently, its problems have ex- exacerbated, have been exacerbated by the writers and actors' geo strikes, which has resulted in the death of fresh content on cable and broadcast networks. The, the deal includes ABC Broadcast Network, Fox, Nat Geo, which reportedly generated 1.25 billion in, FT, in earnings before taxes and amortization over the last 12 months, resulting in an eight times trailing cash flow multiple. The multiple, however, must be substantial. Must much be 
much be substantially because of the decline in viewership thus far in the year, which likely resulted in significant lower ad revenues for ABC and cable networks being sold. That being said, there could be still be bidding wars at Nextdoor and reportedly has been uh, been kicking the tires at the ABC network. About 55% of the cash flow comes from the ABC network, with the remaining 45% coming from the cable network. There have been a few and far transactions for cable networks in recent years due to the impact of cord cutting and cord shaving, which has significantly shrunk cash flow at most cable networks. The fact that Byron Allen has faith in the sector may lead to more cable networks coming to the market. Allen owns the Weather Channel and a number of TV stations over the air networks which operate on uh, bifurcated bands of the TV station's main channel like Pet TV, Comedy TV, Recipe TV, Cars TV, My Destination TV, and stuff like that, okay? Now, let me just say, um, uh, they say he was recently fairly nasty uh, public dispute with Nielsen Media Research on which the currency have to pay for ads dollars in the base. In 2022, Allen sued Nielsen after his ratings deal went from 42000 a month to 475000 a month in 2022. Unfortunately, Nielsen is almost like a lot of monopolies with too much power and leverage. Allen lost his filing for a preliminary injunction against the price increases, but came back to court with a $2.2 billion file lawsuit against Nielsen. Okay? So he's been really trying to work because there is so much built up in the TV world. It, it, it's a lot there. That's why, here's what I'll say to this. Uh, and even when he was going on, uh, when he went, he teamed up with people like ADOS to try to help him before with the advertising situation that he had back in the day when he was going up against, I think, Spectrum. I forget who it was. but uh, And none of the black celebrities already came out because they didn't understand it. But now we're seeing some of the failings from that. Um he he really had it was really a political move that should have been done because it would have helped financially uh black people to be i mean black owners or entrepreneurs especially in the tv world to be able to be treated fairly when it comes to advertising and all kinds of things there's an old law in the book that he was trying to keep there but you know we don't pay no attention we be lost in the south and then we be wondering why we be losing bids BET and all that has some gala. And why ain't more of us out there? Because we don't understand black politics and neither do a lot of these people who own these networks. See, like I tell y'all, Byron Allen was very interesting. He was a slow build. If you read Byron Allen's background, even though Byron Allen probably does have a lot of other money backing him, when you're a business person, that's what you do. But when we're talking about people like Tyler Perry, (laughs) well, you know, it, it just depends not, you know, it, 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 a lot of times you got to see what the faces are behind him. Uh, uh, even, you know, Diddy, a lot of stuff, okay? It's very interesting, you know, because you got to make sure there's a lot of, where there's, there's a lot of white capital and things, but it, it just depends on the controlling mechanism of everything. But what I'll say is this, even with the strike, I actually, while I understand the actors one and the writers one to strike, and I understand their reasons, I don't believe they should have struck, should have commenced to going on a strike at this time. And I really think in the future it may hurt unions, like SAG, because um, even when you heard this about Drew Barrymore and um, uh, 
uh, Jennifer Hudson and people like that wanted to come back to TV right now to do their show because they really don't depend on writers a lot, want to do their shows. But uh, the SAG organization saying, hey, you can't strike and everything like that. Um, um, these people know something. They get this, that there are shows on YouTube, influencers, people like people on podcasts and everything who will eat the shit out of Jennifer Hudson and 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 what's her name? What's the little big Drew Barrymore shows, okay? Ain't nobody hardly watching TV like that no more. Y'all didn't see the writing on the wall. You got to figure out how to navigate in this new world. First, you got to understand the fucking new world before you strike. You strike before you understood what the, the, the AI, before you understood uh, a content, globalism. A lot of you people are spoiled in Hollywood, and you didn't get it. You didn't get you You let the unions chalk you into striking, but it's a new day. They actually been losing money in these networks. So they're like, why should we pay y'all you? Because now, like I was looking at Netflix the other day, they had hot, you know how much content they have from around the world, and these are people who are not in SAG? I don't think y'all get it. I just don't think y'all get it. It's okay. You'll get it soon, okay? I'm telling you, I think it was a bad mistake. Why I understand it, why I uh, in support of some things, I think you don't understand the time. And it's not just y'all, it's everybody going on strike right now. But people don't understand when it's inflation high. What do you think? You got to think. And now these are how these, 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 uh, these uh, 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 studios and stuff don't got to depend on y'all no more. They, they, listen, they will go get actors around the world, have them working in London and all that filming shit. Globalism has changed the game. For goodness, y'all. What else we got to talk about, y'all? Um, let's see. We talked about Mayor Adams. You talked about Cher and her man out in these streets? They back together? Cher 77 holds hands with Alexander Edwards, 37 amid rumors of rekindle romance. I'm like, Cher, get Cher, said, child, I'm back out in these streets. Cher, like, I'm going to child. I'm going to get it while I get it. Give me some of that young man. Okay. Oh, these old men be out here doing it. Y'all ain't saying nothing about Diddy. And let me talk about Young Miami this week, talking about Diddy don't flick. Girl, I know. How much you give you to say that? <laughs> I'll get on that in a minute. But as near as this is from page six, it says, Cher has seemingly rekindled her romance with former beauty Alexander Edwards. The pop icon 77 was photographed looking quite cozy with the music executive 37 on Friday as they stepped out for dinner in Beverly Hills, California. The pair were seen holding hands while leaving a funk restaurant with Columbia singer Jay Baldwin and his girlfriend, Valentina Farrell. 
The two couples were also joined by rapper Tigger. They believe Sanchez was dressed elegant, was dressed elegantly in a black blazer with uh, white detailing matching trousers. Okay. Ah, she looked good too. She for seventy-seven damn years old. She looked good as hell. Damn. She looked good. She said, "Child, I'm out in these streets. This young man keeping me young." Okay. <laughs> Speaking of keeping people young. Diddy. Let me just talk about Diddy. Diddy, Diddy been getting after about this uh this catalog. I ain't got to that point yet. Diddy. Diddy. I knew it might have been more to that catalog, okay? <laughs> Giving back people their music. I knew it had to be more. <laughs> I just didn't know what? <laughs> but we'll talk we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh let's see. Kitty out back to uh uh, what is it? Let me see. Where's that? Um, did I miss it? Okay, I'll be there. I already talked about Aubrey. I know I haven't talked about Aubrey yet. Okay, talking about Diddy. Talking about we talking about Diddy. Okay, Diddy don't go to sleep when it comes to sex. Young Miami says he is a Scorpio male. Okay, I don't know if at this age he don't go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's using some extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So. <laughs> oh, Miami, check the cabinets and stuff. Check see where he's taking, okay? But <laughs> on Friday, September 15th, Jenny Carisha both shared a snippet of the latest episode of Love Radio on their Instagram feed and showed the couple revealing intimate details about their sex life, okay? Okay, do we have it? Let's listen. Let's take a listen in at the sex life of Carisha. Hey, allegedly $250,000 a month, Carisha. I don't know how true that is, but that's the word on the street, okay? Child, I don't know how you broke by now, okay? I bet it's at least half of that, okay? <laughs> but let's hear about it, okay? So how many rounds you be going? You know. The people don't. You you know them. I know, but the people don't. Okay, so, so I'm asking for people. Just dancing. Just dancing. Baby, let me tell y'all something. On the witch shirt. They're thinking I'm going to speak. I'll be like, God damn. Let me tell y'all something. For real, for real, for real. I rethought that I was going to like make him tap out. Like, I rethought he was going to keep being off no chance. This nigga don't go to sleep. Like, I'll be like, no, 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 no. You got to be energized. Like a, you got to be charged up like a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> you going off the grill with me. You got to go to sleep for a week. Yeah, it's definitely giving us sleep. Mm, okay, and he also also was advertising. Listen, girls. <laughs> Listen, Carissa. I, we heard him advertising about talking about, telling about when I take you off the grid. <laughs> So the other young girls can hear, and they like, shit. <laughs> what was that? What he said about? Let me look, see if I can get it. Wait, hold on. Let me put it up. Girls are interested. I tell y'all, y'all, whew, this W has some interesting stuff. Celebrity is entertaining. That's what they are. See, this shit's entertaining. Okay, because I know his ass is going to sleep. Shit, Chris, you can't fool me. Unless <laughs> uh, he uses some little poop pills. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's his name? Let me see, did we get him up? 
<laughs> he he says he gave he says another thing in this uh, little interview. I got it. He talks about the people don't. You you know them. I know, but the people don't. Okay, so so I'm asking for people. Baby, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you got. <laughs> thinking I was on the street. <laughs> I'll be like, God. I don't know if that's the one. Is that the one when she talking about the grid? Is that the one? So how many rounds you be going? You know. The people don't. Okay, y'all, I'm trying to get to it. I may have to listen to it. <laughs> 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 Baby, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> oh, this is Miami. Okay, hold on. I got the okay. I got her. I got hers. Wait a minute. But yeah, there's a part where he talks about to her about telling him how telling her how he takes her off the creek. Like you know, the someplace exotic. Uh, you know, you, you know, shit y'all ain't never seen before. Okay, that's to get you young, new young chicks. Okay, Carissa's out here doing some advertisement for you new girls. Okay, maybe boys, but no, no, I know. You know, people have been seeing Diddy down low for years. I don't know. Okay. But he, but he, I don't know. That's what people have been saying. I don't know how many streets, okay? But, I mean, but for the new, for definitely for you young ladies, I know that that off the grid comment was for you guys to be impressed. Like, oh, what's that like? <laughs> oh, he was listening. Next. Scorpio shit. Now, let me tell you something, though. Let me tell you something, okay? We're going through the Scorpio. Most Scorpio males, not all. Okay? Now, this is what I've heard from my friend, friends. Most people, friends of mine, tell me that the cheap signs are like, don't get mad, okay? They say gems are cheap. Uh, then they, you know, something like that. Uh, 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 who else? Uh, it's another sign they gave girls. Some of the women tell me out there. Um, Aquariuses can be tar. I've heard good things about Taurus males. They stuck in their ways, but I've heard good things about them. You know, you know, taking people. To, to, to nice places, women on nice vacations and spending lots of money. The Scorpio males definitely like to be like if they got it, they like it. Okay. <laughs> Scorpio males. I, I I mean I've known the Scorpio males I've known have not been cheap, okay? Or um I'm sure there are some, okay? Uh I'm trying to think of who else. I hear uh, Aries, I've heard good things. I'm not not bad things. Definitely Caps. I've heard great things about Capricorn, Capricorn men. Okay, um, Virgo men. I do know Virgo men can be very, very like to lit. Depends on where where in Virgo. Virgo men can do you nice. Okay, do you very nice. Libra men. Hmm. Yeah, but you, you, it just depends. <laughs> They definitely like aesthetic and stuff like that, but it just depends. You know, leave me everybody trying to get you to pay for it, you know, some sort of way, sometimes. But I feel like uh, that, you know, 
I, I really have to say something, some Virgo. I mean, I've not meant to me. I don't know. I need, I need to hear y'all's opinion on that. I just have not meant to me cheap Virgos. Men's. I'm sure, I've heard they are some, though. You know, they're being, I've heard mixed reviews on that, okay? But I, y'all y'all be having nothing to say about me. <laughs> y'all always out in Gemini. <laughs> but, you know, see, Prince was a Gemini. Yes, and Prince has been accused of being cheap, okay? Because remember the truth, they said he was trying to keep Vandy in check with that little bit of money he was giving her. Vandy's like, bitch, you got me twisted. So he might have been. I could see it. Him thinking he was a shit. Now, you should be just glad to have me. I'm here. I'm providing your food in the refrigerator. And you're getting ready. You can, you can go on a trip when you say so. When I say so. <laughs> yeah. I did hear print to cheap print stories, okay? Uh, who else? Have I heard any, cheap, any other cheap? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who's been a, uh, yeah, but Leo's, Leo's, yes. I've heard good things about Leo males, okay? Leo males can be, some of them can be, but I've heard good things, so they like to show off, okay? So, yeah, okay? So, yeah, interesting, okay? Just interesting. I just thought that it was interesting that he had, and I can't find the thing where he had, where he was talking about telling him about when I took you off the grid and... He was kind of like, <laughs> really like, uh, you know, like kind of pointing out, like, you know, look. I mean, where would you be going? You know. I'm trying to figure it out. The people don't. You, you know. Them. I know, but the people don't. They have to be asking. Who's this? Who's this? Who's I don't know if it's on hers. I don't think it is. Okay. Yeah, but it's very interesting. So yeah, their inter- their relationship is interesting. I thought that was interesting. It was funny. I I thought it was uh, uh, interesting things. Okay. Um, next, what is the next we need to talk about? Okay, so mo hot mo mo bad mo bad. Daily, this is from Daily Post Nigeria. It says most popular Nigerian most popular Nigerian artists are cult are cultists. Solomon Bucci, okay? Uh it says uh popular writer and social media influencer Solomon Bucci has asserted that most influential uh Nigerian music musicians are cultists. Bucci made this claim following the raging controversy surrounding the death of Nigerian singer Mohaba Mohaba who was formerly signed to Marlion Records. Moabad died Tuesday, September 12th, in a controversial manner, okay? Naira Marley, the owner of Marlion Records, and his associate, Sam Leary, came under heavy fire on social media after a series of documents and videos of the duo subjecting the late singer to relentless bullying for leaving Marlion Records surface on the Internet. The actions for the video and all the recent happenings in the serious post of Instagram page, Governor Bucci said... I've been under pages of books researching about Mobad, his music boss, Nair Mali, and other parties that were involved in his life until the unfortunate demise. Uh, this has reinforced my belief that the Nigerian music industry is a cesspool of cultism, gangsterism. Uh, this is okay. Sorry, y'all. Uh, 
gangsterism, diabolical politics, and abysmal moral values. I listened to very few of his songs and noticed the pain in his voice, the sonorous, sonorous and sober tone, and, the, and his poignant, poignant, poignant light lyrics that often express the difficulty of his life. His music mirrored uh, his deepest struggles and his hope to overcome me. It got over, overcome them. It got me thinking about the rot, evil, and the darkness that exists in the realm of entertainment. Almost nothing to be, to be exemplary of Nari Marley. Mobaz Bob, who rose to fame by subliminally endorsing fraud and other negative vices. Now he's, uh, it says, now he's roped into the situation with strong and believable allegations of Mobaz's death on him. And most of our youngsters listen to him and praise him just until, just before Moabaz's death. Generally, the Nigerian music industry is a game of dirty power, gang rivalry, and shady deals. Most popular Nigerian music, musicians are cultists. Through their music, through their music, dressing, videos, lingo, and fraternal phrases, they are easy to identify. And what do they do? Of course, they don't kill mosquitoes or keep the peace. It's a cycle of chaos. Wow. This is interesting because shout out to the Illuminati uh, believers, you know, my conspiracy theorists who listen to me and my Illuminati people. Y'all, I thought y'all would be interested in this. This is somebody talking about the Nigerian music industry, which is probably cycling through the American industry now, right? But a lot of y'all believe that about the American music industry. Y'all believe it's full of cultists. So this is interesting, huh? Right? Very interesting. That was an interesting piece. Okay, you can read that in Daily Post Nigeria. Okay, it's very interesting. Very interesting about this young man and what his death surrounding his death and stuff like that. And see, this is another reason why they probably want to cycle people from third world. They really gonna get cheated. Ooh, These Afrobeats and stuff, y'all gonna be getting cheated out here because y'all got some crazy stuff going on. It's going to probably go through six and seven parties, you know? Man. Very interesting. Mm. Wow. Okay. So when I get back, we're going to talk. What do I want to talk about here when we get back? Uh, I got to pull it up here. Uh, let's see. Take a break here, but. When I get back, what are we going to talk about? Hold on, let's see. I'm trying to figure. But I haven't got to y'all yet. Okay. Uh, we talked about the uh, Byron Allen. Um, okay, y'all, y'all know I got some other stuff. We're going to talk about Tika, a mom shumpert. Let's see. And um, who's breaking up? Amon and uh um how I gotta get it up. Y'all know I'll be pulling it up. I don't know. Amon and uh uh Tiana Taylor breaking up. We're gonna talk about that. Uh we're gonna talk about um uh this Russell Brand accusation that's out here in the street. I it, I'm not surprised that coming from Russell Brand right now. Not surprised whatsoever. Tanashi trying to talk bad about her collaborations with R. Kelly and Chris Brown. I'm like, Chaffee. Okay. And um and also Offset and uh Nicki Minaj's husband beefing well no off uh, Nicki Minaj's husband was beefing by himself. And I just gotta talk to just I just gotta talk, but this is ridiculous, okay? It's like Nicki, come on now. You you gotta calm this 
Got kind of, he grown, okay? Got time to grown shit down. And we're going to talk about what Aubrey O'Day says about what Diddy really wanted them to do to get their money, to get they, uh, get their music back, okay? <laughs> All right, so we'll be talking about this and a whole lot more when I get back on the CC show. Me, Rob, let's listen to y'all. I don't know. I didn't have it up. I didn't have it up. Nope, I didn't have anything up. Um. Oh, goodness. This is, I don't know. Okay, let's listen to uh, uh, Spending Time, Janet. I'll be back in a moment, okay?
for the very best in government, politics, celebrity entertainment, music news. Tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show right here on Block Talk. What's up, y'all? I am back on the Carlotta Chatwood Show, and we are talking hot topics tonight. Y'all, if y'all missed my earlier uh, rant, I had to go off on Black Valeria, so I kind of went off on Drake and even my fave, Maxwell. <laughs> it hurt my heart. It hurts my heart when I had to go off on him. But it is what it is. Oh. But I did. I'm like, Maxwell, you like, what? Okay, so y'all have to check that out on the archive show. All right, so let's talk about tonight, Diddy. We're not finished talking about you, Diddy. Thank you, Mr. Okay, Aubrey, uh, Aubrey. Y'all remember her from Dan McCain? Aubrey was out in these streets really telling what was on, what was in, what was going on with that. Uh, the Diddy wanted to sign off the. Um, uh, Diddy wanted to um, uh, get people back their music thing, okay? So let me chat, chat. We're going to let listen to Aubrey and hear what she had to say. Let me see. Tell me. Hold on. I got to pull it up. I'm trying to get all this music in for y'all because I got so much. You got so much. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get in for y'all. Uh, yeah, so Aubrey O'Day is out here spinning, spinning tea. Okay, about really what was going on with that uh, thing, that music catalog, okay? So let's take a listen to Aubrey. Aubrey said, I ain't trying to, to tell my voice. You can damn that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to put, let's see, here it is. All right, let's listen. Because MTV since then, in these these recent years, has brought back every big cult show, meaning it had millions of followers, and it was at least six seasons, right? Making the Band is one of those. They brought back Real World. They brought back Jersey Shore. They brought back Laguna Beach. Making the Band is the only one that they did not bring back. And Making the Band is the only cult MTV show that made that network one of them that they have never played in one rerun. Not one rerun. So I'd like to know why, and if it has something to do with Diddy, then again, what I'm wondering is when we're not being, when the deal is, when this benevolent man who has just now had a change of heart and has decided to pay us as talent and also as pub, as writers, we're credited um, in, in with publishing. Um, so basically, we only get the amounts due since. Sony bought our catalog. Okay. So streaming for the past couple years, it's about $800, $900 some in the hundreds, okay? And in order to get that, I have to release him for any claims or wrongdoings or actions prior to the date of the release. I have to sign an NDA that I will never disparage Puff, Bad Boy, Janice Combs, or Justin Combs Music, or EMI, or Sony ever in public. So that you just got recently for this thing? I got it a few months ago when okay, he started for doing what, this. So what's happening is artists, some of them, not all of them, are being given streaming royalties and ownership back over our publishing on songs that we wrote um, 
at a time when you know that you have to stream a song a million times to make point uh, a cent. Yeah. Okay? It, it's hundreds of dollars. And me as somebody that's a girl's girl, I hit everyone in my group and said, absolutely do not take this deal. I can get us a show on Hulu right now and I'm talking about boy bands and girl bands because you have to realize there's a handful, two handfuls at most, of boy and girl bands that had platinum albums, two platinum albums. That were that, and that will never happen again. Music nowadays is run by TikTok, and you can maybe get a song to chart well. Albums aren't being made anymore. There aren't conceptual albums like Christina was doing, like Justin was doing. You're not; those don't sell. It's a singles market game, and it's a it's a gimmick game at best. If you were to sign that NDA, would then that prohibit you from taking a deal where it's like you get a show about the? I would never be able to do, I would like to do a documentary for Hulu or Netflix or Amazon, a streaming site on boy bands and girl bands. I, I have a bunch of members from a lot of very boy bands that fit the criteria of a certain amount of, of status, yeah. platinum albums, awards, etc., Grammys, same with girls. The stories that we have to tell during a time in music where there were gatekeepers, there were people that owned labels like Puff running things, and the way that the divisions and the divisiveness occurred, and the things that we experienced between each other and us against the system are fucking insane. And most people that have had to go through those types of things, like the real ways the Kardashians got to where they got, Ray J tried exposing a lot of that, they're still acting like that. Ray J didn't expose them and that their Hulu show is all real. They don't have to really even notice Ray J because he doesn't come close to them. But what Ray J said was the truth, and he proved it with facts. So at the end of the day, we're all just willing to turn a blind eye. Diddy is just literally known as the guy that doesn't pay his artist. And it's funny, and then you move on, and you like something that he did on TikTok because he's funny. But for people that worked for six years of their life, and, and entered an industry where somebody made, what, $48 million? And we didn't even see a penny of that, and we were in thongs and five-inch heels for years of our lives, on, and not, not any of it did we see. And the measly amount of change that MTV paid us, we don't even get to feel any benefit of that because they never brought the show back, and they don't play it in reruns, so we can't even get the height of oh, hey, I remember this. They're cult classics. Let me hire her for something, yeah. like all of them got, right? Yeah. Jersey Shore kids are making millions of dollars. We were talented kids plucked out of oblivion, and we all had a fucking dream to be at Madison Square Garden and perform, which we got to. And we were not expected to get there, and we're all incredibly talented, every single one of us. So to me, when I read this, I'm basically feeling like, you're presenting yourself as a benevolent God that's giving everybody back their music. You've turned down millions of dollars to give the millions back to the people. This is the honest to God you can read from our attorney. Yeah. This is the honest to God agreement of what I'm being offered. A few hundred dollars to sign away my rights to ever tell the story of what I went through again. And there's not going to be an era of girl and guy groups like that ever again with the way that music has transitioned, and I don't know if it will go back ever again to anything that's credible. Woo! Aubrey out here stealing the 
TTT. Watch your back, Ivy. Be okay on these streets, okay? Be okay. Be okay because you tell us it's TTT. And, girl, you know what? I wouldn't sell my voice either. I hate when women do that when they be signing, when they sign, they, when they end in their marriage and they be like, you got to in order to get this, you got to get this. I'm like, damn you. No, I'm, t- I'm keeping my story and you keep yours. I hate that. I'm trying to take somebody's story. Ugh. You can defend yourself. Terrible. It's more I would have to say on this situation. Now, what is this show? She's still saying this on. Ooh, it's, I didn't get the name of this show. For the listeners, y'all, if y'all know the name of this show, let me know because I, I can't. I think it's Captain's. I'm sure. Let me see what it was on. I believe it was on. Okay, hold on. I want to get the name of the show so I can tell y'all. Um, but honey, she was feeling the tape. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Now, let me tell you about what else she's thinking. Child, I hope we got time. I don't know. We got. have to pour. We may have to have a part. We may have to have a part two. Okay. Ivory, this is on only at Only Stand Show, okay? Y'all at Only Stand, uh, only stand Show. So y'all go listen to Only Stand. We use this for you. It's, uh, 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 but y'all got to, wait, hold on. Let me see, see if we got here. Yeah, hold on. I'll be talking about. Okay, wait a minute, hold on. I got to put on. Hold on, let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up. Honey, because she said some stuff, okay? Uh, about these industry parties. And remember, we were talking about the industry parties. So we got, um, oh, God, let me see. Uh, um, let's see, where is it? Oh my goodness. Do we have the audio? Oh see, child, I don't know what happened to audio the audio of what she said happens at the industry parties. No, we don't have the audio. Okay, I'm trying to see do we have it. Mm. Okay, let me see. I have to, I have to put it up here. But she said that the industry party uh are really a trip. She goes, she said there are the sex parties are uh, uh, are, are, are pretty, uh, let me see if I copy your day uh, in the street sex parties. Let me see if she, I could not get the, You can find out what she said. But she said most of the men are interested now in transsexuals in the industry. 
Child, Aubrey was telling T. Okay, Aubrey was out in these streets telling real T. I'm worried for her, but she's out here um, giving up a lot of TTT. <laughs> oh, so let me see. Let me see if we get a. Uh, oh my goodness, where's my. So I'm keeping y'all because I got to get this out here. Um. Oh my goodness, Kelly's got something, so I'm okay to see. But she was basically saying, let me see, how on is it? Okay. She's saying that a lot of the people in the industry was a lot of these men and stuff are like she said like a lot of the sex parties or she she's been to the sex parties a lot of them are boring a lot of them have women chicks with dicks dicks and men tend to go for them she talked about how they wearing you know the <laughs> they be wearing the mask and she said you know you be knowing a lot of them who they are and stuff like that man I wish I had the audio for to tell you so y'all can hear. <laughs> about these sex industry parties she talk about. Yeah, Aubrey was up here spilling major tea. But she said that a lot of them are just really boring. Okay, so, you know, just it was very interesting that uh, she was uh, talking about, uh, okay, I'm trying to figure out. I don't know where she, if she had, uh, I don't know if I had. I don't know, but it was interesting what she said. Man, I don't know if I can find the audio. Okay, we'll we'll have to come back to that. I don't know. I may have to do that on a part two because it was so interesting what she had to say about Hollywood sex parties. Okay, it was definitely interesting. Okay. Okay, apparently it's, the, you know, transsexual women are a huge thing at these parties, okay? A huge, huge thing, okay? Uh, and she said it'd be many uh, celebrity men running around in here, okay? Uh, I've heard that, too. Now, I've heard all kinds of stuff. I've heard some hard, listen, listen, I heard a story, so I ain't going to say it. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I, I heard a story about um, somebody, I was just like in shock. I said, "Come on now!" They said, "Oh no!" They say in Hollywood, I'm just gonna say this: a lot of transsexual women sometimes are very endangered because they know a lot of Hollywood secrets, or they know a lot of the men who like to be on the low and be liking them. And they'll be trying to talk, you know, they'll be trying to keep it secret for, and makes it hard for a lot of trans women out there being mistreated and used. It's not used up, which is sad, right? But um, let's talk about get to Jeezy and Jenny Mychild. Now, was I surprised when I heard 
that Jeezy filed from the divorce? Is any mind? Nope. 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 Not at all. Not even a little bit. Because I remember what she said about the black meat, how she liked her black meat on the side, and the white meat on the main dish and all that. And he was going around trying to excuse all that bullshit she was saying. Black women, if he come back around, take it slow. Take it slow. Don't be like, mm-hmm. He needs to go on a tour, too, trying to sell us, sell that Jenny Ma shit out to us. I like my black meat on the side because my white meat, the white meat keeps me lean and thin. Well, whatever she said. Anyway, now your dark meat that you made, a main dish, is filing for divorce on your ass. And he asked that you keep that the prenuptial agreement is kept. According to page six, CZ has filed for divorce from wife Jenny Ma after more than two years of marriage. And people are saying, he had this shit planned for at least four months, allegedly. According to court documents obtained by Page Six Friday, the put-on rapper whose real name is Jay Deacon said that he and the former real hosts are separated and the marriage is irretrievably broken. Jay is seeking joint legal custody of his and Ma's one-year-old daughter, Ma- Monaco. The strange couple also have, that means he don't want to pay no child support. The strange couple has also, also have a prenuptial agreement in place Per the docs, okay. Remember, she's coming out tonight, trying to be submissive to my man. I'm doing, you know, submission. You have to be submissive, and I'm not against submission to a man, but I feel like she was low key. This is just my personal opinion. Trying to come for black women, low key. Just my personal opinion. Reps for mine and GB did not immediately return page six request for comments. The all three, all their MC 45 and the Emmy winner 44 tied the knot in their Atlanta home on March 27, 2021. After three years of dating, due to COVID-19 pandemic, all the guests had to be tested two days before. We were really looking forward to having all of our friends and family there to celebrate my co-vote at the time. But we had to change our wedding plans due to COVID. After Jesus' mother unexpectedly passed, we quickly learned that life is too short. At the end of the day, Jesus and I really just wanted to become husband and wife, so we decided to turn our original wedding into a mini uh, into a um, mini money where we exchange our vows in front of immediate family and a few close friends. Child, you better be glad you didn't spend no big money, okay? Because it didn't last two months. They said she was blindsided, allegedly, that she didn't know shit. She, she didn't know it was coming. That's some cold shit. Oh, they said he blindsided her ass. He, he, he blind, not allegedly. He not only be planning that her dark meat planning. He didn't let her know he was doing it. Damn, that's some cold shit. We didn't want to go to. Cold, it's cold as hell. That's cold. What did she do that made him go hard like that? Hey, he went hard. 
if they if they what they saying he did he did ooh rumors just all kind of rumors but nobody substantiated anything yet. I people have even been saying June Ma is very upset and I've been hearing rumors that she's coming out she's gonna go out to clean up and all that. Chad, I don't think she's gonna do none of that. Here's the thing, Jenny. Your lesson should be long. And Jeezy, I think Jeezy thought he was going to come up. Because, you know, listen, and he did. Because Marion, sometimes Marion, non-black women, helps men sometimes come up. And that's not to diss us as black women. It's just how this society works. And so sometimes they marry, uh, you know, so they can get some come up. Okay? His book done already been on the next, uh, New York Sellers Times list. He already been out here doing the rounds. Jenny Ma. Girl, you don't need you no more. Say la vie, dear. Say la vie to the black meat on the side. Now you really can't. You probably are going to really have your black meat on the side. I'm sure there'll be another one out here that'll that 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 hook you up, that come up. But, uh, wow. This is jacked. I, I feel sorry for any woman that gets blindsided, though. Even with her black dark meat comments, and even though I'm not surprised by this, and I've been very critical of Jenny Ma, it's what it is. Russell Brand accused of rape and sexual and Gigi to Gigi listen back people. We be ready to step people back. Hey, Gigi, Gigi. Nope. Take your time because uh, allegedly he's been accused of some colorist statements. People have said too out here. Okay. He's another one, allegedly. All right, so listen, we gotta uh gotta be uh very uh, uh, uh tense because people be one to run back. He's a Libra, Moon and Aries. Oh yeah, He's another one. Take your time. See, where are we going to go back to now? What we got to talk about, too? I just, yeah, black women just lean out because I'm sure he's on his way. All right. Offset appears to respond to Nicki Minaj's husband looking for him by laughing and giggling. Now, Nicki Minaj's husband, for some reason, was outside of the MT, outside after the MTV Awards looking for Offset. Child, who knows why, okay? But all I know is he looked like Struggle, okay? He looked like an old-ass gangster out there. Nikki, you can't let him do this, okay? You got to be like, you got to leave that street shit, and you don't videotape the street shit. Y'all, I was going to talk about Russell Brand, but I got to get to this. I'm talking to about me. But it says, Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Zoo Petty, has shared messages between him and Cardi B's husband, Offset. Where are you located, Offset, asked Petty, in the first of many Instagrams. In Instagram DMs, you, you niggas old ass in the female business with no money for war. Don't post me either since you're a gangster, right? You live in Charlotte, too. Petty responded by maintaining that he doesn't hear, fear Offset and isn't hiding from no rap, rap niggas. I'm outside, gangster Petty added in the another message. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You ain't got, you ain't get no get back for them, nigga. Killing your people. Try me if you want, pussy. I'll continue by blasting Petty for talking shit about Cardi. 
you a grown 40-year-old man talking shit about a woman, you pussy, he said, you niggas too old to, and, and don't be outside. Also, you can think what you, you can think, also, you can think what you think, but you broke and ain't far from me. I'm going to say shit else to you online. I don't know. After a back and forth, which I said continued to remind Petty that he's broke, Petty concluded, but Nikki's not. Their controversial conversation by suggesting a long-time Migos so rapper use his money to get back at the people responsible for take out money. Okay, child. These people. This is real crazy. Mm-hmm. So it makes no yeah, sense. So the awards and everything, right? Basically, I don't even know how all this happened. I had a great time, great experience. Everything was positive. You know what I'm saying, you know, like um, I guess they misinterpreted the the, the video that. When me and Zoo made, and we was just talking shit like regular shit, like like Queens, Thirty, all of that, everything like that. And then I guess Zoo made the comment like, you know, um, what was it? Oh, waiting for one of y'all niggas to act stupid, and that was it. That was all that was said. Now, I guess Cardi wrote something in, in, in regards to that. She didn't even flinch or whatever. Okay. I believe they was totally trying to mess with Cardi B. Uh, this is so stupid. Nikki. Nikki. Nikki, this is embarrassing. You are hosting... The award show. Offset was getting off a plane the next day just laughing his ass off. And I would have been laughing my ass off, too, except for I would have contacted the police and showed them that video. And I would have upped my security because niggas who videotape shit uh, online uh, 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 may have an affinity for the penitentiary and want to go back there. They may have something there or something they miss or something like that. So you got to take them seriously because they don't care. They put giving evidence to the police ahead of time. So I take them lame-ass lame people seriously, and especially when they married to a rich woman. Hey, what the fuck is you doing online with your grown old ass? And, Nikki, why are you letting him get online? You ain't that dumb, girl. What the fuck is going on with you? I would be like, we we, we handle this. We handle this quietly and pro- Why are you? Why? What is going on? Nikki, you just out getting back in. You getting back in. Oh, God, I don't know what's going on with Nikki Minaj. Child. Choices in life. Choices. We all make choices. Nikki, 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 you got to calm him down. That's not the smart move to make. And it looked crazy. And it made you look crazy. And you got a lot of shit going on right now, okay? You got a lot. You trying to you trying to bring back in the industry. You trying to do all, but it looks like it's just starting to look crazy. It's starting to look. And here's the thing: you may have a legitimate issue with Cardi or whatever, but the problem is when you come, yo, the way the stuff has been coming out in the press about you lately. It is not on your side. 
anything you do is start to make you look stupid and shit. You starting to look like a dumb ass picnic. Basic bitch and shit. You got basic. You got a lot of money. You done became the biggest female rapper. What is you doing? Why is you out here? Why is your man out here making videos on the empty street corner? Because I know she know better. I know she know. I know she know how to handle things different. Come on now. This is ridiculous. I take people serious. I said take him seriously. Make sure y'all up security. Send the video evidence to the police. As though you think they're under threat. Because this is, you too grown? Y'all too grown to be doing this. Y'all at the MTV Awards. Why aren't y'all doing street shit? That's crazy to me. Enjoy the award show. Like, bro said, I was kind of enjoying it. Bro realized he looked stupid the night before. He realized that. I think he realized that and he made a video the next day trying to say, I don't know what happened. One of his screens, one of Kenneth's screens. I don't know what was that. I don't know how it got taken out of context. I really had a nice time. <laughs> he realized this is dumb. It's dumb. This is dumb. He was just at the MTV Awards. This shit I ain't never seen before. He ain't never felt. Why am I out here doing? That's what he realized. He, you can see it on his face. Like, yeah, I want. I guess people took it to wrong. Man, what he was really trying to do is this was some dumb shit. He was trying. He's trying to bet to to to, to say. Man, I mean, are we really going to be, you know, beefing after enjoying this rich people shit? You know? Stupid. Anyway, what time we got? Because we got to talk about Russell Brand. Because they've been trying to come for Russell. But I knew they were going to come for you, Russell. And I'm not saying, I don't know if these accusations are true or not. But ladies, like I said, when you come years after, See, Russell Brand is like all the other rock stars and everything, or comedians and wealthy men. He was promiscuous. He was having a lot of women. And men, take note. Take note. Because if you out here hoeing like that, these women might come back at you. If you got, if somebody in the industry want to get your ass, they may pay a couple of them to say, you know, I was 22 back in 1915. He called me to his room. I'm telling you, you, be careful. Comedian actor Russell Brand has been accused of rape, sexual assault, and emotional abuse during a seven-year period at the height of his fame. They are coming after Russell Brand because that show he got online right now on the Internet is so good. It is so full of truth and information. It is really a good show, and they after him. I'm not saying why you didn't get him seven years ago. Where the fuck is this coming from now? The allegations were made in a joint investigation by Sunday Times, the Times, and Channel 4's dispatches. Four women are alleging sexual assault between 2006 and 2013. Bitch, we cannot go back and look at 2016 and 2013 sexual assault. We don't know. You, I don't care if it's 20 of y'all mothers. I explained this last week why male celebrity has to be vetted way more than the average guy because the people have money to make off a of celebrity. People have money. Even people have money, have reason to take celebrity down sometimes. Brian has denied the allegations and said his relationships have always been consensual. During the years covered by the allegations, Brian has various high-profile jobs at different times, including at BBC Radio 2 and Channel 4 as an, as an actor in Hollywood films. Other claims made has made as part of the investigation relate to Brian's allegedly controlling and abusive and predatory behavior. 
The investigation is published in the Sunday Times by the Dispatcher's documentary, Russell Brand in Plain Sight, aired on Channel 4 on Saturday. Okay, they're trying to tell you this meeting. The investigation is published by in the Sunday Times while Dispatcher's documentary, Russell Brand in Plain Sight, aired on Channel 4. Within hours of the allegations being published, Brand performed a scheduled comedy gig at the 2000 Capacity Subador Wembley Park Theater in Northwest London as a part of the bipolarization tour. During the set, which lasted an hour, Brand alluded to the accusations but not, did not address them directly. He told the audience there were things he wanted to talk about but could not. Several women have made allegations against Brand as part of the investigation. Now, who gets all these women together? Have y'all ever asked that? Like, it usually be one woman at one time saying, yeah, okay, maybe you raped me back in 1920. Then it'd be two. Then it'd be three. It's a, that's, a, that's a concerted effort. That's somebody behind that shit, okay? Ain't seven and keep people coming out at one time. Concerted effort put against somebody. And I don't know how you're going to prove shit from 2006 to 2013 unless I got video or something. It says, one woman alleged that Brand raped her against a wall in his Los Angeles home. She was treated at a rape crisis center on the same day. Oh, well, now, wait a minute now. That's interesting. The time says it has, it has seen medical records to support this. Okay, so why did you not go to a criminal trial? I'd like to hear that. If you was treated with a rape, where, why wasn't Russell Brand, when was this done? Back in the day. Now, that's interesting. Why didn't you go to criminal case, and why hasn't his motherfucking ass been convicted? Okay. Because, bitch, you could have just been having rough sex. Y'all like racist. Some of y'all like rough sex. No, I'm going to be talking real. Okay? No, no, no. Because there's a lot of women out here that think they're going to come back from 2006. I don't like that. Because when you start accusing people and you ain't got no proof, it's just a dangerous thing. Now, having sex up against the wall, I don't know what that was about. I don't know if they was having a, just a rough night. You know, have, see, what, that's me and Pete game out here. I want you me and Pete game who ain't really racist and stuff, but you famous and you got a bevy of women coming in and out, even famous chicks that you fuck with and you think they ain't got nothing to lose, watch their ass, okay? A second woman, I'm not saying, I'm not saying women, there are not, Russell Brand can't be a replica. He might be, but my ass want to know, why didn't you go, why didn't that case, why didn't that keep continue on? Because now that he's got this truth show out here and he's pulling a lot of big politics down, now they want to come for Russell. A second woman alleges that Brandon assaulted her when he was in his early 30s and she was 16 and still at school. Okay. She alleges he referred to her as a child during an emotionally abusive and controlling relationship. Child. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. And what is she now? Okay, this is interesting. A third woman claims that Brand sexually assaulted her while she worked with him in Los Angeles and that he threatened to take legal action if she told anyone else about her allegation. Okay. The fourth woman alleged being sexually assaulted by Brand and him being physically and emotionally abusive towards her. On Friday, Brand released a video that she denied any serious criminal allegations he said were about to be made against him. He did, and he said in the video posted on YouTube, ex formerly known as Twitter, Brand said, and missed the litany of astonishing, rather bariatric attacks or some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute, okay? Now, I'm not saying he couldn't have been a bum and a rapist. This motherfucker could have been a rapist. But the problem is, where you motherfuckers been from 2013, no, 2006 to 2023? 
especially the one with the race uh, kit. Where, where you been? Owned by certain entities will spin shit. They are they won't bet nothing. You won't hear no. You won't hear no stories. You will just hear ten women came out today, and then you will hear salacious stuff. Uh, he gave them this. He gave them that, and they won't ever tell like. That each individual woman, you won't ever hear. You will have to read that on your own. But they will try to destroy somebody's life with allegations. And they get them in jail, too, with no proof. I think that is a bum, bum stuff. And I know that's coming because he, 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 what he's talking on that show. If y'all don't know about Russell Brand having a show where he's talking about politics, major things about politics all the world around the world is very informative like joe rogan and all that stuff the problem with russell brand is that he used to live a rock star type of life and he was a hoe and he was running around with all these women he might have been bad back in the day but to me when you show up 20 years later i'm I'm looking at you sounding strange but and I do understand, I said on this show, I understand that women can hold rape in for years and years and years. But again, I say we can't do nothing about it. If you wait there, if you come here 15 years later, okay, it's hard to prove. And even you with the little rape kid, because my question would be to you, well, then why didn't you go and take him to court? Because he could have been in jail right now. He didn't even have to start this show. So I'd like to hear that. See how the press ain't telling all that. They ain't tell why. We need to hear more. They just putting out his several women accusing. I'm not surprised though, Russell. You've been on that. I knew they were gonna come for you later for sooner or later, okay? Even if you are guilty of this or not. Not surprised, okay? And men who is hoeing out in these streets, this is the deal. This is why you got to watch these chicks. Might have, you, it's sad because these men, these rock stars and stuff like that, and these popular, famous men, might have, you might have to have consent agreements. Like when, you, when I go to the doctor and I be consenting to procedures, you might have to say, you consent to this sexual fucking thing. You might have to have them motherfuckers signed. You can sit to that you of age. Because I know they be going in there lying too. And this is the era of believe all women. No, you can't believe all women. Women lie. Men lie. I said what I said. And this is in somebody, you're being anti-woman. No, I am not. I am for women. I don't like nobody raping and doing horrible stuff to women. But I'm not so against liars. Uh, people being paid and used by powers that be to come forward on some bullshit that they could have settled years ago. Could put his ass in jail years ago if he was doing all this. And that's the excuse. They would use women's trauma, real trauma, to say, well, see, if they couldn't come forward because they all you know, it was so traumatic. But that that's a problem. It should be more judges saying that's a problem because we need physical evidence. Not only do we need physical evidence, but we also need to assess that time. We also need to assess the people's state. We also need to do interviews with them at that time. 
but you showing your funky ass up in my court. Seven, that's how I'll be as a judge. Ten years after the fact, I don't know if you remember shit. So, it's not fair to this man that I convict him unless we get a new case up here where he's been messing with somebody and we can properly investigate that. Other than that, ain't nothing we can do, y'all, unless y'all got some DNA. Rape, rape, when they do rape things, they have to do full-out investigations, collecting evidence at the scene, collecting this and that. And when you women do not tell at the time, no matter how devastating it is, you leave a fool out there to do more. And it gets harder to prove. And because these courts now in Hollywood are with Hollywood men, it's very scary for me because these courts are trying to, are probably into, I, my personal opinion, they probably get bribed. There may be a whole lot of stuff going on. This is my personal opinion. And, 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 and they're making egregious, bad, bad decisions that will cause, that will hurt real rape cases and real situations in the long run. And I possibly hurt somebody who's actually innocent. It's hard in these, these worlds when y'all, y'all girls like all these men, okay? When they, you like them. I'm not saying that these men can't try no shit. Because I, I, listen, when I was young, I had some shit where a man tried to actually try to mess with, try to, try to check. Okay? And he was saying I told y'all a couple of stories. Okay, I'm not saying some of these famous men ain't bummed. But I'm saying that when something like that happens to you, if you are in a room or you are if you have the right to say no, and if they keep on, then you need to go to court. I mean, you need to go to the police. So the police can properly investigate. And you can't take a check. Don't take no checks. I don't believe nobody take a check for rape. I didn't believe that girl with Bill Cosby, she took a check. I don't believe her. I taught her a whole transaction. Even though she got Bill Cosby in jail for all them years, she actually had her whole transaction paid for because she settled that shit with him years before not to say something, and they opened that shit back up. I, I don't like women who get paid for rape because she left him out there for other women, him to drug other women if he was guilty. You left him out there while you set your bum ass up on $3.5 million while other chicks was probably getting drugged and shit. So I don't believe shit she got to say. She don't give a fuck. She don't tell you about the fucking check. And then when they finally was ready to get his ass, she come to court, yeah, she gave me some Benadryl. No, I don't pretend to believe that. Carlotta's personal opinion, one-on-one. When you take a check, for something so violent before convicting his ass, okay, and you agree, I'm going to take this check to be quiet. Well, then you have turned into a hoe, and this is a hoe transaction, and he's properly paid you. I don't know what you was testifying to. That's just my personal opinion, okay? But we're going to end it on that, y'all. I mean, you know, we got to have a part two, baby. We got to have a part two. So we're going to have a part two. I will be back sometime this week, and we'll do one. I am out, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful night. We're going to leave out with Divas Need Love to Climax. I'm out. Y'all have a good one. 
Dang, I had to leave y'all with a ring. Dang, I was gonna try to leave y'all with a good story. We'll get it on part two. We'll do that. We'll we'll do a bet. We'll some be some more crazy stories, but we'll you know we'll have more on part two. Okay, I'm out. See y'all. Have a good one. Have a good week. my voice you are listening to the archive show that is diva thing love to crime that's one of my favorite girl groups of all time dope okay all right remember you can hit me up on the carlotta chatwood facebook page you can hit me up on uh instagram at carly's underscore galaxy you can also hit me up on uh, twitter i mean at x on the chatwood show and carlotta 72 also, uh, threads. I chat. They're gonna have to. Be the, the, I, I don't know. I don't know what my threads is. Y'all, chat. I don't know. I'll figure it out. You're gonna have to. You go on Instagram. You can hit that little thing at the top and take you there. <laughs> All right, and then you can hit me up also on TikTok, chat. I don't know. Okay, I'm. A, I don't know. I'm gonna have to put my TikTok up for y'all on the private chat with page. And y'all can get to TikTok chat. I, you know, I don't be knowing. Okay. <laughs> You guys, thank you guys for hanging out with me like you do every night, listening to my rant, me going on about stuff. Listen, let me tell you something. As a human being, I'm trying to figure it all out. I don't be meaning to hurt and diss and all that stuff. I just be trying to stand, have some standards for myself. And sometimes I evolve and I change. Sometimes I realize, I mean, that was not the smart thing to do. It was not a it's not good to do. It's not a mistake. And I expect that, you know, I, I I understand we humanity and humanity makes mistakes and stuff like that. So I when I talk about standing up for black women and black people standing up for uh like sometimes against us certain dishes, we need to do that. We need to do that because we need to let people know that we are serious 
about our history and who we are as a people and that we won't allow it to be disrespected. But that doesn't mean we can't forgive you and you get another chance. It's just that uh, you have to show and prove that you are ready for that, okay? And I don't like, like I said, I don't like sweet shit. <laughs> so it is what it is. So I hope nobody was offended. If y'all are, y'all know how y'all can hit me up, okay? Y'all know how y'all can hit me up. It's the, the Crown on the Tablet Facebook set page. I'm sure I'm going to get, get hit up. Because I know, I know I got these people who hit me up. And I did have some hit me, people hit me up and were saying, yo, like it, it was not cool telling me I was not cool for, I was being double, you know, with the Sabrina Claudio issue and not, you know, not getting more on Max Wheel, okay? Because people thought I wasn't taking it seriously. No, you're right. I should take it more seriously, okay? So, you know, uh, and yes, that is... <laughs> And yes, I am going to the concert on Maxwell's concert next week. I already got the tickets. I'm going to go through, okay? But I understand. I do respect the whole idea about what y'all were saying. I get it, okay? I respect it, all right? I am out. Y'all have a wonderful rest of y'all week. I'm going to try to do a part two this week, and we'll get into some more of celebrity news and stuff out here that we didn't get a chance to hit up today, all right? This is out with my favorite song, Thunder Thunder Sue. See y'all. <laughs>